Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Tuesday Night's Triumph Over Targeting podcast. I'm your moderator, Ella. Tonight we will be discussing the technology, tactics behind targeting, activism, shielding, and support. If you are new to the call, please stay on and we will get you support in some additional TalkShoe podcast numbers as well as some helpful links and websites. This is a solutions and educational-based podcast, and my goal is that everyone here can get something out of tonight. If you have any suggestions, questions, or comments, you can email me at tiangel2016 at gmail.com. Again, that's tiangel2016 at gmail.com. And, of course, let's everyone be respectful. Let's let people finish speaking before. And let's try not to interrupt as much as sometimes it happens when we're excited or we want to get our point out. And um, so for tonight, um, the guest is going to be here on Thursday, so I thought we could have like an open discussion, maybe talk about some goals and some ideas, kind of make, I didn't have an activism call on Saturday, so and I'm always thinking activism, so maybe we can throw out some ideas and, um, you know, and I think that would help. And if, if there's any questions, if you want to do Q&As, you guys can even ask me personal questions, I don't mind. Um, if you guys just want, you know, advice, and I can put you in touch with somebody. It seems like I'm I'm good at putting people together, like if someone needs a place to stay or you need, you know, to speak to a nurse or whatever it may be, you know, we, I can, you know, ask Derek and talk to the other moderators and we can try to help you out. Um, I had a great conversation with a gentleman before the call, and he was telling me that, you know, half of what we do, um, and he's a seasoned, you know, he's, he's a, maybe he's, a little older, and um, he's a seasoned TI, and he says that what we need to do is be there. 50% of our effort and activism should be support for one another and maybe um, using our skill set to help the community, and he's right on about that, and I, I took that to heart, and he's going to be on here as well to talk about what his idea is. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and open up the floor, and we can get going. I hope everyone had a nice uh, holiday, had a good Christmas. Hopefully it was uh, eventful in a good kind of way. <laughs> Talk about your how how Christmas was or how the holidays are. You know, we'll, we'll keep it kind of general for the for the time being. So, okay, go ahead. Um, go ahead, James. I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. James had a good idea, which I'd like to put on the record. Um, the idea that when we all will call up our congressmen, and then other TIs can call and kind of validate or kind of mirror what he's already established or what he's already, you know, conveyed to kind of back him up and to validate his experience or whatever it is that he's trying, what point he's trying to get across. So I thought that was a great idea, James. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I do, I do too. I think if we formed an agency, we would have to go in covertly with our own communication system so the perps wouldn't be alerted because they'll shut their weapons off. If you go to document uh, uh, a radar coming from, you know, a harmful radar signal, they're going to turn it off as soon as anybody ha- has that authority to get, a, you know, an arrest or, or a, a search warrant, you know, to get into their house. And I think that the right now the sheriff's going to be on the perp side because it's generating so much income for their their corporations, you know, by law enforcement and then, you know, all the rest of the corporations that are benefiting from, you know, ill health and, you know, lower stamina and, and dissolution of, of your life and losing your documents and, you know, losing your income and, you know, being able to fight back in court and learning how to use courts to, you know, because they're going after us with a blitzkrieg of, of, of very sneaky methods, you know, most of it's being being vehicular, but the rest is medical appointments and um, um, 
you know, neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, they they set up here in two, before 2000 with three, they came in and in drove. So just going to the mail, you would get burned by three different perps from, you know, three different angles going one way and three different angles coming back. They had already set it up. They were going to kill whoever they damn well pleased, you know, and I found this out for just three years of monitoring, you know, 10, 15 years after they had set up. You know, it took me that long. Yeah, yeah. The ones who uh, who torture us are, are the one are the high level ones, I think, and they they're the ones that make the bulk of the money. And the stalkers or whatever they are, um, they just they're just well, low the stalkers level. are a diversion to herd you past a device. They may not even know it, and even a lot of the people that have the devices might not know they're even in their car. They're probably just told go over there and park over there and as soon as you come out of the store boom and the weapons right on your uh car door and the store maybe they'll have two or three weapons trucks one for to locate you, the people coming out and then one set up by your door the whole thing is put into place at the last few minutes and oh, you can, yeah i've come in contact with i come in contact with one of those one one thing i wanted to say was i i just thought of this and i i think it's true the, like on my street, there's about oh fifteen or two dozen people that came in after I got here, and I think they came here for me. And I think that what they're doing is um, spying on the other neighbors, and you know they're kind of like military contractors. And uh, I think the big thing, the big thing to find out about this is that they're spying on the other neighbors, not that they're doing what... Well, yeah, what they're doing to us, that's one That's one bad thing. But they're spying on the other neighbors and they're feeding all this information back because the NSA, the CIA, and whoever else wants to, you know, they want to collect it all, all the phone data, all the emails, everything. So why wouldn't they want to find out who's saying what? So... Because they're really, it's not about they really that. Want to find that's out already who's... been determined. They can get, they can get a good profiler that listens to ten minutes of your conversation. Know when you were born, where, what town you're raised in, just by your voice, just by how you developed, what schools. You yeah, find. but they can listen. They can listen to us behind closed doors. They can see through our eyes if they can connect. No, to these the are room. just radar. It's a radar device that's scrambling the brain to think you, because you have a judgment, judgmental, you know, there's a judgmental part of your brain and it, and they've gone in and scrambled it. And you're just, that judgmental portion is just, you know, it just took over. It just took over it, you know, and that's how it's this the mind control part of it. It's already mapped out. They already have it. Now they're just playing games and saying, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just a game thing, and they're 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 psyop. You know, these people are born into it. They've been abused as children. This is their reward, you know, for all the abuse that they've they've using their altars and all that. You know, they're they're enjoying this, you know, because they don't have a soul left. You know, believe me, they're just, you know, and and the doctor, you know, that. The the lady here that called in the strike was a, a a nurse, and I believe she she when I caught the lady this homeless lady that here poisoning me, th- they went into action. I ended up in the loony bin, and 
and they ended up poisoning my my personal food because they started labeling food trays. So she got in, was able to poison. And that's what they've been doing there. Whether they're in your neighborhood or whether you go into a lockdown, you know, it's it's all controlled by these people because they're they're born into it. These are generationals, you know. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. second nature. Just like when you choose Coke or Pepsi, it's it's torture, you know, because they they've lived they've lived up to this time to be able to torture people. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, too- I'm gonna bring um. Mikey, um, I think it's really important that he comes on and maybe talks a little bit more about the audio spotlight. He's getting closer. He's about, uh, I think he's about 35% there. Um, So, Mike, are you unmuted? Are you close to your phone? Hi, Mikey. He might be walking his dog or something, but I definitely wanted to bring that up, as well as... um, Neil now has a GoFundMe for his uh, research, which I think is great. And um, I know he'll use it for really uh, for doing his research. Um, but this, I think the audio spotlight thing is a great idea just to show to people that we we're able to transmit, um, you know, sound into our heads and then no one else can hear it. So hopefully he'll come on here in a second. Mikey, are you there? Uh, maybe he'll come back. That, that ultrasonic. Detector. I'm here. I'm right here. Oh. Oh, hey, Mike. Okay, Hi. great. How are you? Happy, happy holidays to you, such as they are. But happy holidays anyway. Yeah, happy holidays to you. And it's it's guys. It's Sophie's birthday today. His little yeah, little she's seven years old. Can you believe it? <laughs> no, that's she, great. She's, she's middle aged already. She's I guess that's forty nine in dog years thereabouts. But she doesn't look a day over five. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> She is precious, yeah. She is, she is, and she keeps me going. And and one thing that she has helped me with, and I think that a lot of TIs that have dogs can or pets can attest to this, she looks in the exact same direction that I perceive my V2K in. So Mm. isn't that, that was always curious to me, because before people were saying, I don't hear anything. There's no voices. That's all in your head. Take your meds, blah, 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 blah. No. Because Sophie doesn't have to take any meds, and she looks in the same direction. Mm, Therefore, nice. something is being done. As we know, something is being done to us, thrown through the room or beamed or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and because um, I had found out, like I'm going to harp on the same same topic as before, because I had found out that there was a tech available that will simulate V2K and remote neural manipulation through ultrasonic heterodyning, uh, I'm trying to raise some money, as, as I've said many times before, through GoFundMe uh, for one system, brand new system, brand new, top of the line, full power audio spotlight. And I will publish that in the chat room. Audio spotlight is uh, the technology that will simulate. It does not is not the same technology, but it will simulate V2K and R&M. And even more so, it will we will be able to try it on not only demonstrate to the general public what it feels like to be a targeted individual, what it feels like when you demonstrate this to people, what it feels like to be a TI is a very uh, uh, a very powerful um, uh, event for people because they don't believe us. When they finally sit there and you say, I'll be right with you, and they can hear voices and sounds that we can put into people's heads of our own, of our own volition, not theirs, it's a different story. 
people will realize what it feels like in a way to be us. Well, uh, we can you can get meters and and show them, you know. That doesn't. That's not the same thing. Showing them is not the same thing at all. Showing them, and they could say, "Well, so what?" They'll say, "So what?" You don't, you know, what they if they experience partially in some degree what we are going through. That's a very different story, because people, you know, that they'll realize that that something can be at least from our end bought that can be used to do something like that. And if somebody can buy something like that just just on a whim, then there's got to be other technology when we explain it to them that was first developed for the military that's even more powerful. Hey, Mike. Yes. How are you, Joe? How are you tonight? Good. Happy New Year and, and happy holidays to you. Thank you very much. Yes, I sir. found out a real easy way to show people what it feels like for me. Yes. Yeah, I just stick, tell them to stick this fork inside that socket. <laughs> well, it's pretty no. easy demonstration for me. It's an de- easy <laughs> demonstration, right? And and you know this is this is something that 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 not only would would help us that way, but it's something that I would like some of us and the smarter people, members of the community than me, to get their hands on that we can try to use to see if what what we can if we can use this somehow to get rid of part of what we as put into our heads. Imagine if you can go into your apartment or your home and you have a mini system such as this, and you can put in your own content, your own healing, your own um, a positive reinforcement content or any kind of content that you want uh, in your own miniature audio spotlight system that you can get relief from your V2K and R&M for uh, several hours a day. If, if, we can, if this actually can knock out or blur most of what's being put into people's heads, imagine the freedom that you would have, the control you would have over your own mind and your own, uh, and your own uh, 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 continuity of mind every day again, rather than have to focus your energies on dodging this or shielding against it or trying to think about other things or, or, or trying to distract yourself. Imagine having the control again to put something in, in back in your head that you want, that will enrich you, that will educate you, that will heal you, that will calm you. That's something that's invaluable to most of us that have this. I know it would be for me. I know that Mike, that I... Hi, Mikey, I'm sorry. I thought you were through. It's no, Melinda. please don't interrupt me. I I'm, think... not, I'm not done yet. Please don't interrupt me. I just, want to, I just want to say something more about this, all right? Because if, for the people that have it, it is, it is a terror. For the people that have it, it drains most of their energy. And they cannot possibly, we cannot possibly uh, overcome something like this in the next, let's say, five years on our own. I don't foresee it. The, the best thing that we can do is try to develop things that will counter it, countermeasures. And, and this is the only thing that I can think of and that, that I've seen readily that will work on anyone that we try it on, whether it's man or woman, child, or, or, or even pets. Um, and... Uh, uh, I, I would appreciate it if you want to give yourself any kind of gift. This is the, the season for gift giving. Give yourself the gift of the possibility of being able to control your life again from the neck up, to control your own your own continuity of mind, uh, to have the, the the kind of the thoughts and the kind of input that you had control over before you were targeted. Um, and donate five or ten bucks or whatever you can to something like this. I don't care what you think about it. I don't, I'm not interested in if you think it's going to work or if, it, if it's, it, it, you could do it some other way or whatever. I'm not interested. I'm interested in that if, if, you really want to tr- if we really want to have something in our hands that we can try for people 
and, and see what we can do with it, then, then, then donate to this. And if it turns out not to be what we thought it was and not to work as, 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 we, as I had hoped it would, we can, ta- we can take it back. It comes with a money-back guarantee. It's not something that you're going to waste your money on. Well, the way I see it, uh, most of the tracks I, are in parking lots and, and in the neighborhoods. I'm not. I'm just. But I know that. But you're missing the point. I'm not interested in what people think about how it's done other ways or whatever else. I'm just asking to see for the people that this might benefit. Please consider contributing. Uh, I I don't have any other opinions on who's doing it to me, uh, whether it's my neighbors' parking lots, behind walls or behind chairs or anything else. I'm not interested. Not that I'm trying to. Uh, uh, minimize what's happening to people or to you, but I'm saying this is something that we can try. I'm not interested in the source. I'm interested in countermeasures that but we can try to, source, to minimize. No, no, I'm interested in, 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 in possibilities that we can minimize what's happening to us. I'm not Things that absorb the frequency would be like le- uh, oil, leather, and uh, polyurethane. And look, it's much easier to go into a room and you and you consider for something that you have control over the constitute than to, to go around wearing all this stuff and piling no, the stuff no, on I'm you just every night. Where, where the where the weapons are being um, exp, uh, putting you to exposures, those you know because the, the, they're very short exposure time and very great amounts of cellular um, debris and damage and knocking off the cells. Just look up the effects of ultrasonic. It's I'm not interested in, look, in looking it up because nobody can, has yet to be able to show me a weapon of any kind that they have gotten with these meters with any well, of these I've, locations. I've metered for three years. No, I'm going to finish, I've, please. You're interrupting. Okay. Uh, no one has got, everyone is, is I understand the, the, the logistics of meters and doing whatever. No one has shown me, any or any of us, any kind of weapons anywhere whether it's neighbors, whether it's the, the, the military, what, no one has come to us and shown us, yes, I finally found one, here it is, and here is how it's done. We don't know that yet. We can't say whether it's our neighbors. We can't say whether it's people that are across the street or across town or it's coming from wherever. Uh, and so that's going to take some more time. How many more holidays or how many more days or weeks or years do you want to go by that's passing us by? where we have to deal with this. I don't want us to have any more of these conference calls if we Mike, don't have I have a question for you. Who is this? Joe. It's Joe. Oh, yeah. Um, Percentage-wise, I don't know if B2K is an overwhelming amount of us, but wouldn't it be easy? I mean, to go to, um, what is it, Amazing One sells these devices, right? Uh, Holosonics.com. Okay. Sonics, yeah. yeah, wouldn't it? Okay, in, in, in that case, what you're talking about. But I mean, in general, um, you can buy one of those flashlights that makes you puke and demonstrate that. Any, I mean, there's a thousand different ways. That that is that is a different right. That is something different. I know. I'm not. I'm not talking about physical effects. I'm talking about the, the psychological and the mental effects of having someone put content into you that's not only not of you. But is is um, is harmful and is profane and is threatening and whatever. And when people get a chance to even experience this in a minimal way, I'm hoping that will make a big difference in the way that they view us. Because when we throw papers at them or throw uh, try to give them examples of this, they're still detached from this. They can read this and say, Yeah, well, everybody's it's a rough life. Everybody's got this and that. Because we've all had people say that to us. You look fine to me. Go home, take your meds. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And, and, but but it, I'm hoping that by people experiencing this directly, mm-hmm. 
and and in in an immediate way where we can say, just sit there, we'll be with you in 15 seconds or so, or 30 seconds, tell me what happens. Then that's a very different experience. What's the total price Mikey, yes. what about having a room of psychiatrists and you bring in somebody who that's, is diagnosed you know what? with schizophrenia? That's my next step. That's my next yeah, step. Believe somebody was uh, diagnosed with schizophrenia and he's a TI and he can put thoughts into psychiatrists. One of the six, let's say, six psychiatrists. Believe heads. me, I've got a few thoughts that to their heads. Believe yeah, me. and one doctor yeah. says, I'm hearing voices. Right, if we are schizophrenic, how can it possibly be that we can then give you the symptoms of schizophrenia in 30 seconds or less? Then mm-hmm, that's exactly. Possible, then that's not schizophrenia. So this is the exactly. start of something, of a stepwise thing that I'm trying to push through to show to people, look, this is not what you think it is. It just looks like it. If you if you're asleep and someone hits you on the and breaks your foot while you're sleeping, um, and you go to the doctor the next day, they treat you for a broken foot. You don't know how it happened because we didn't see the part where somebody came in while you were sleeping or knocked out and hit you with a hammer to break your foot. Same same kind of thing like this. Nobody sees what's being done to us. We have to show them what the results of what's happening to us. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. and just just because you hearing voices over the over the years. People have ascribed it to, oh, it was spirits, it was this, it was that. As, as technology progressed, now we have something that says, here's something that actually can put voices in your head. How, how, much, how much is it, Mike? 2,000. Yeah. 2,000. And we got 700. And suppose you were to send it back. Um, how long do you have and what would you say to the company? How long? Well, say it again. I didn't hear the first part if of you were to, If you were to send it back to get your money, what would you, you know, how long do you have and what what would you say? I have one year. Oh, really? I have, well, you have one year mm-hmm. and and there's any number of reasons that you could get it. And Holosonics, because I have been in contact with them about using this to try and help schizo- true schizophrenics alter the content of their voices by using uh, their product they are much more amenable to to me if if I feel that it doesn't if it doesn't fulfill what we wanted for for our mission, let's say that it can be returned because it's not something that would have any kind of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to explain it about the targeted individual community directly at first, and that was a little bit too edgy, so I had to use um, uh, the mental illness track first and then progressed to telling them about the target individual community. They were very interested in hearing that they might be able to use their product, even though it's a fairly small market, for schizophrenics, um, and I, which I think is a great tool to use for people that have true, whether it's true schizophrenia or bipolar illness or whatever, or if it's targeting. There's, there's a market for something like that, and they should take and advantage of it. <laughs> so what's, what's, what's the, the legit use for this? This is just an advertising tool. Okay. It's an advertising tool. That's all it right, is. Right, you pass by a machine and only you can hear the advertising, right? Right, it's just an advertising. It's, it was originally for advertising. It was for trade shows that were very noisy. And if you use traditional speakers, it would get lost in the, in the sauce. And and what they, they first started out by using, you could stand out here and hear about somebody's product without being disturbed by the stuff around you. Then it progressed to, to high-end museums uh, using it so that they didn't have to use audible tour guides to, to show you about different artworks uh, uh, in museums on tours. 
You could just stand under the location and you could hear about the, the artwork or whatever it was, the exhibit, without having to disturb others. Their uh, high-end televisions like LG are now planned to incorporate mini audio spotlights, two or more into them, aimed in different directions, so two people can watch on a split-screen TV two different programs at once and not be interrupted. So it's, well, the way I see this program is that they're very short bursts of very powerful stuff. 10, they could, they, you know what? They could be, but I, I understand what you're trying to look for, but I'm I'm not looking for that. You know, in other words, I'm, if you find that out, please let me know. We'll all be glad. Yeah, but I'm just China. interested it's in showing people in the neighborhoods from the garages mm-hmm. and the cars in the parking lot. It's a <laughs> military type operation. That's not the issue. But I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to demonstrate V2K. In a, in a live demonstration to people who will not or cannot believe what we are telling them. That's it. May I, may I say something that, you know, we, we're all concerned about looking irrational because they say we're <laughs> irrational. The New York Times article talked about we're crazy, we hear voices, blah, blah, blah. This would short-circuit that crazy stuff so fast because this would, this would stop them calling us crazy because some of us hear voices. You know, this is a great tool to put a stop to that, I think. You can create a logical dialogue with, yeah, I understand understand where he's coming from. People want to have something that we can show them. Show us what it's like. Show us, show us, you know, don't don't just tell me, show me. And that way people can't say, oh, no, that's not possible. Nobody does that. I never heard of that. Go home, take your pills. No, (laughs) here's something right here. It's actually developed as an advertising tool. So what's your point now? So how are you going to tell us now that it's not possible to have this happen? It's happening right to you but, right but, now. But, 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 you're, but you're relying on psychiatry, which they've already filtered out that who's going to be the psychiatrist. Those those people know how to keep a vow of silence. They, they're profiting. The people that pass a vow of silence. No, he's not are, relying. Are not no, he's not relying those. on psychiatrists. That's a false premise. He's not relying on psychiatrists. No, the, he's I'm relying always, on a tool. I'm relying on technology to show other people who will not give us validity, uh, to show them that it is possible you every to day. Put a jury, to like put, for to a put, jury, to set up a jury or something. Uh, but, um, yeah, you would have to convince, you know, 100%. And, you know, know, there's somebody, there's people who like to comment, this is why chat can be sometimes uh, uh, disconcerting. <laughs> Just because, yes, it's a nice concept, and you can put that in quotes. But the thing is, it's something that will give people an idea of what people like us have to go through every day. And it's not it's, it's something that we've tried to get across with, with papers, with, with petitions, and with whatever, and it hasn't happened yet. It broaches the issue and the fact that third parties can put content into someone's head against their will. And, mm-hmm. and for the other person, freedom from F- FCHS1, no, there's no law against it, but maybe by showing people that we can get legislation to stop something like this. Hey, Mike, um, what did I say? Uh, so post away. Oh, chat away. Do you, um, do you have the name of that, uh, the writer for the Times? Do you have his name? No, I but don't. But you know. should get him and do it to him. And I then you can <laughs> have him write hey. another article. You know what? That's a good idea. Damn right, I it think is. It would be that good idea. I, I'll find out. We should find out who that is. As a matter of fact, well, I'm, I'm, I'm like, down here, so I can. <laughs> and 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 just just as an aside, you know, it gets a little bit tiring after a while for people who come on the chat and offer nothing, 
and they have something to say to, uh, they have comments, negative comments on so many different topics and so many different people trying to help out. We haven't heard yeah. anything from you in a while. And, that's and we don't need to just debate because, it. I, I and totally that's just to a few other people who seem to be on here for a long time and not offer too much. You know, I'm, I support you, and I'm going to make a, you know, I'm going to make a, a contribution. Um, you know, I guess, you know, if you guys want to contribute and have something that we can actually show people, you know, it's yes. not. It's that, not. That's enough. I, after a new year, that's yeah. why I go to free conference call, because if people want to use chat as a toxic pool of uh, just snippy comments or whatever, then you're better off to go and watch television. Yeah. You haven't heard a lot from me because I've been busy trying to keep myself together, so I don't end up in a. You know, homeless shelter or something, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to support you, and I, and I encourage other people, too. I I trust you, Mike. Um, I think it'll be nice to actually have a device. That, this is all know. I want. I'm not I'm not about anything else, and I, I'm not trying to put anybody else down. But offer something up. I mean, I've been doing this for, for how many years now, and I've been waiting for technology mm-hmm. to be able to show people it and and. and uh, you know, for, to validate after all these years since 1996. Imagine having something like this since 1996 and, be, and having to be, be hospitalized. Right, right. I'd be very careful with dealing with Mike. Originally, when I heard about him, he seemed like a legitimate guy. He seemed very nice wait, and wait. genuine in the fact that he wanted to help. But more and more and more often uh-huh. over in the chat rooms, we're getting people coming in saying that this is just a complete and utter scam. Mike gets his payment for getting you to donate. Mike is scamming people out of their own money. <laughs> Mike, you're taking advantage of people that don't know any no, better. No, you're taking their money and running. That's, that's no, no, because I get so tired of that kind of stuff, guys. Come on. Um, Mike is just a genuine, sweet guy. I'm sorry. I wish everybody had journalistic instincts because it makes my life easy, but, you know, it's just my instincts. Mike is a decent, decent human being, and I've only known him for less than a year. But, I mean, there's just something about him. He, there's not a more genuine person. He doesn't even hold his own money, by the way. He has someone else who can validate for him, another TI. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I don't know why people go on and say things like that, you know, but I guess they don't want him to have the money or maybe it's a perp that gets paid to come in and dissuade people from doing it because it does show that it can be done. So, okay, guys, let's do this again. I got mad respect for Mike. Where is Mike? Here's Louisiana. Louisiana, I'm just going to check and see where everybody is. This is Kyle. Yeah, this is Kyle. Um, I just wanted to say that, like, I've been working on this project with Mike, and he's not, like, trying to take people's money. He's really, we we really believe that this can work uh, to show people kind of what we're going through. So I don't know what that guy was talking about. That is um, maybe the most insane thing I've heard, like, this morning. (laughs) But you know, it happens. I've heard everything, all all kinds of stuff. And I understand skepticism, and it's good to be to have that, you know. Um, but you know, I don't think anybody who actually knows him—I'll put an asterisk by the word knows. You know, I've had a long, in-depth conversations for a period of almost a year. They, you know, and you know him well too, Kyle. He's just—he's just a smart, smart man. And, well, yeah, well, yeah, and I'm yeah, helping him to raise money that someone with would ask idiot. It is losing. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Okay, let me try that again. I want everybody to be able to just talk. Hold on. But I don't know who. Oh, there's Mikey. Okay, Mikey, got you. I don't. Yeah, hi. I don't know who's like wants to throw that in there and say stuff like that. 
but I, you can look at me on my Facebook page. I don't move around. People who want to throw stuff around like that and make trouble, that you go ahead and do that. There is no, there is no uh, money being taken for my purposes whatsoever. The money doesn't even go to my. I volunteered that information. Maybe I shouldn't have. How you don't even hold the money. You have your. No, I don't even hold the money. Another person who's been targeted for 20 years holds the money. I don't even have anything to do with it. It's a completely transparent transaction. People who want to come here and just and throw things around like that—that's fine. You're not really helping anybody by doing that. No. You're just showing us what you are. So, so please, I'm going to post this up here. If you want to contribute, that's that's your choice. That's your gift to yourself and the community. If not, that's fine, too. But don't come here just to throw stuff around like that. This is why we're all going to go to a different conferencing site where people like you don't have to be around and we can disconnect you. Yeah. Thanks very much. Okay. I'm going to, um, I'm going to unmute you, but I want you to just say your name or a name just so we know who you are. Okay, I'm going to go to... And of course, you can stay. I'll leave you unmuted. I just want to know because I don't. I don't want a heavy perp, and I don't want us to be able to talk and not have too many issues. Northwest New York. Do you want to give a name or any name, just so I know who you are? Uh, Luda. I'd like to Hi, respond to uh, Mike. I've been with Mike several times on outings, and we get together because we live close to each other. We live almost within walking distance, and I will tell you, you can't vouch for a more honest caring, dedicated, kind, generous person than Mike. So if anybody has anything to say about it, I'd like to discuss it with them. <laughs> Thanks, Luda. Okay, so Missouri, I'm going to come to you and just give me a name or a name. Missouri. Hi, hi, Alice, Greg. Hi, Greg. How are you? All right, how are you doing? I'm doing was, all right. I got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find Rick. Rick's on here somewhere. Um, I know Rick and Greg are going to um, talk a little bit um, about this idea that I mentioned about having a committee and using our skill set to help the community, because Rick is right. We should put 50% of our activism into helping the community. So I'm going to find him on here. I don't see a state. But I'm sure he's on here somewhere. Massachusetts, I'm going to unmute you. Hi, can I get an A name? Hi, this is Brenda. I just want to say that I've only been in the community for a year, but I can definitely testify to the fact that B2K is totally debilitating and anything that can um, help to get the word out because more and more I am hearing on telephone um, talk shows on the television that um, people are suffering from hearing voices and more and more you hear preachers and such saying that it's schizophrenia and we need to really get the word out that is not true. Yeah. Good point. West Washington State, I'm going to come unmute you. Hi, West Washington. Hey, uh, hey, Ella. How are you? I'm sorry I didn't Hi, um, Al. Okay, let me I give you a couple other people. California, I'm coming to you. California, will you give your name? Hi, Ella. It's Christy. Oh, hi, Christy. I haven't talked to you in a whole day. I hope you're doing well. I know. I know. <laughs> um, I was just wondering, you know, I can't get onto the chat room to see what uh, Mike is posting. Um, can you tell us how to donate to his cause? Mike? Yes. He's on the call. He might have muted himself. It's right there. Watch. I'm gonna put, oh, you can't get on? All right. Let me see. Let me let me let me see if I can post this here. I I don't know why, but I I have tried so many times to get into that chat room and my computer. All you have to do is go to this. There's an address I'll give you. It's 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 
www, which everybody does, dot GoFundMe, all one word, G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E, GoFundMe.com. Okay. Dot com forward slash, and there's a bunch of letters, G-X-C-Z, P-V-B-G. Okay. P-V as in Victor? G-X-C as in Ted, Z as in Zebra, P as in Purple, V as in Victor, B as in Boy, G as in George. Boy George, how do you like that? <laughs> and, Thank you so and that, much, that, Nick. That's the address that they give to, to that website. And I, I, I and other people I know would appreciate this, any donations, because it's, as the other person said, it's debilitating. We've managed to somehow get by it without losing completely all our marbles for all these years. But it's not, it's not easy, and it takes up most of our energy. And look at how, many, how much of our lives this has taken care of, taken up. No more. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I agree. Thank I you. Don't, I don't want you people, I don't want anybody to have to come to calls anymore. I want everybody, as many people as possible, to be able to sit down and have control over themselves from the neck up, at least, if not from the neck down. If they're still going to hit you from the neck down, that's another thing. But from the neck up, as long as you've got freedom of mind and continuity of thought that's your own, that's a, that's a greatly energizing and, 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 and freeing, uh, uh, freeing state to be in. And I, I, I agree. As many Thank people you. as possible. Yeah. I want to be able to try on this, try this on as many TIs as I can, even if I have to travel around and <laughs> with Sophie and sleep in a tent to hit to hit all these to try and all the, on this and all these people to see how much it can help you. And I found out that it even works on deaf people. So this is another reason I want to try it. I have a couple of deaf uh, uh, TIs that I want to. Uh, try this on. Also, there's there's a possibility that this might also somehow activate some of the bodily symptoms that we have, and it might knock out some of the implants or some of the other things that people feel that they have as well. We don't know. Let's try it. It's it's a one sure thing. It's a one sure thing we can put our hands on that we can buy that we can take back. What what else can you want? It's almost like going to Macy's after Christmas. You can say if you don't like it, you can take it back. Thank you. Thank you, Ella. Thank you You're very welcome. much. Uh, Ella, I'm going to listen now. I'm just going to listen. So thanks very much. Uh, and uh, uh, looking forward to, to the rest of the night with you. Thanks, Mike. All right. We love you. You're a great man, and I can tell that. Okay, um, AASR2010, do you want to give a quick name? This is Rick. Rick, okay, good. So Rick and Greg, you both are unmuted, right? Yes. Okay, great. So Rick, I, I liked what we were discussing before the call. Maybe you want to tell them in your own words. Yes, like I was saying to you, um, I have been um, aware of the TI community since about 2006. And the one thing I've noticed is that a lot of TIs are all for activism, but we're not doing enough to help each other. And and I think the biggest reason is the trust issue. And I think um, a solution that might help with that is that the TIs get together and they form a committee, uh, call the committee um, a collective knowledge base. And what the committee will do is they will take volunteer information from TIs who have skills, expertise, and knowledge 
that can help other TIs and each other. Yeah, I like it. So I know nurses are good to have, and I, I think you I think you have a great idea there. You know, it's a matter of getting some people, getting a committee going. So. Yeah, this would help with trust issues, and this would help connect TIs with each other, and it could also help weed out perps and reduce isolation. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm going to unmute Northwest California real quick. Northwest California, do you want to give a quick name or a name? Oh, Ella, it's Barb, but I wanted to ask Mike a question. So since he's off the air, I have nothing right now. Okay, thanks. Yeah, what question? Is that Mike? Yes. Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say ever since I've heard about your this object, I've always been for it. So. Um, I was just thinking, I have a question, but first I was just thinking that it not only... Ella, it's me. Hello? Yes. Go ahead. Oh, it, not only, it also opens up the whole can of worms of showing how words can be put into, like, um, a cop's head to shoot a black person or a father That's to right. shoot a family. That's right. To show you know, them that they're not them also susceptible. It really does open up a whole other can of worms as well. And but you know what? It, it gets is, people's attention, and it shows them that, oh, that, you that can, everyone's you can susceptible. Away from tar, you know our issues and just show what's going on in this country. But That's right. like, some of us don't hear voices, but there's no doubt in my mind I get subliminal messages. At That's night. right. Is there and any this, way to tie that in? That's right. And this, you know what? I've experienced this personally through uh, New York, through the New York public. Um, 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 museum uh, techno- technology exhibit several years back, and you can adjust it where it sounds like a still small voice inside of you. That sounds like what? That might sound like our personal inner voice, right? A still small voice inside of you, if you adjust it right, and that's a creepy thought. But I want to be able to show people, especially people who don't, who say, "I don't get B2K, but something's happening to me." You get subliminals, and and we want to see what this can do for you. So you think you could that could be tied in with subliminal silent messages? Absolutely, this is meant to be subliminal if, in a way. If you if it's turned down, if it if it's oh. like, and this is why I want to try to get to whole you, range of people. This is for a whole range of people, not just B two K people. Wait, are you saying that this can be turned down so audibly yes. it can't be heard? But the it, it can be doesn't... heard, but it's it's something where you have to be very still. You have to be very still and listen hard, just like you would to our our inner voice. Like when they say that still quiet inner voice, when you when you when you have well solitude. Ah, that's interesting. But it can't be totally silent. And no, here. but it's but it's not totally silent, but it's it can be toned down where it's not exactly an audible thing. It's more like a feeling. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's not an audible. It's not an audible sound. It's it's more like I I the only way I know it's, it's, it's a I sensation. Mean, a feeling without hearing words. It's Absolutely. a sensation, almost like you would feel the cadence of speech, but without without hearing it overtly audibly. So you would. Yeah. You really can do that. That's very yes. interesting. Yes, and and so this is why I want to try. All I want to do is try it. If it doesn't work, everyone could tell me to go to hell. 
and you know, and I'll be quiet until the next thing comes up. But, but let's just see what we can do and how we can this can benefit us. This is the only thing so far that we've been able to get our hands on that can do anything close to what's happening to us. Um, is there a address? I can't get on a computer. I'm too sensitive. Is there an address that a check can be yes. sent to? Or you yes, let me. I can find one for you. Um, let me see where it is here. The person that is taking the donations for the oh, let me think. Just when people somebody asked me that, I'm trying to go back. <laughs> is, is this? Are you are you ready? Yes. The address is three one zero. Yeah. Sherwood Place. S H E R W O O D Place, Merritt Island, Florida. M E R R I T or one R. M E double R I double T. How do you like that? Oh, okay. Merritt Island. Yes, Florida. Oh, never heard of it. Three two nine five three. That is the address of a longtime close friend who's had V two K for twenty five years almost. Her name is Adrian. She's on Facebook. Her name is Adrian Howard. What do I write? Who do I, how how do I sign the check? Who do I write? You you write it to um. um so write it to her. Make it out to her. Oh, and can you spell her name then? It is A D R I E N E. Last name H O W A R D. The reason we put it in her name is she has no connection to government um, pensions or Social Security or anything like that where this would affect her in any way. Okay, so 310 Sherwood Place, Merritt. Island, Island, Florida, Florida. 32953, Adrian spelled A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, Howard, and that's that. Thank you very much, yes. And she's, she's, she's a grandmother, she's had this for so long, um, and she, she's a very uh, sharp person. She was a, a city planner for the city of Atlanta, uh, a lot of different things, a smart cookie who's had this for a long time, just like so many of us. And, it, it, you know, I'd like to see that people who, who not only younger people, but older people have had this for years, you'd like to have some part of your life left where you don't have this anymore, where you don't have this to the day you, you leave the planet, really? you have this to the day you die. Totally understand that statement. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Okay, I'm going to come to New York. Hi, New York. Do you want to give your name real quick? Joe. Oh, Joe. Okay, we know Joe. Hello. Hi. Okay, and I think this is Florida. Let me get to Florida. Florida, do you want to give a name? Beth. Hi, Beth. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Uh, Yeah, I'm coming to you. Hi, Virginia. Okay, so we have everybody unmuted now. Well, maybe not. I see a light on. Well, I can't see. I guess I'm not seeing everybody on the board. Oh, here we go, Oregon. Okay, so questions, um, ideas, um, revisiting I've some ideas that I already mentioned. I have a comment on, uh, I, I forget which gentleman that was that mentioned it, about the small groups together. Yes, um, I, I mentioned this to Derek probably a few weeks ago. 
And I also mentioned that I think on Linda's call when I was uh, listening on hers, or when I got uh, listening on that one, is that even in our own areas, if there was even five or ten TIs in the area, those that even have been able to get meters can help us not only gather evidence, but also give moral support. But the problem, even when I uh, Derek uh, emailed me back on it, when I when he when I asked him again about it, he said a lot of the TIs are not they're not trusting to give their information. That's what's holding everything up, I think, because to me, I feel we're all spinning our wheels. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that is going on, but those of us that are boxed in or trapped or my, my health has been bad, my finances are getting depleted, I can't move. But if I knew somebody at least getting a moral support or like Neil mentioned about people having meters, I can't afford one, but someone who might be 20, 30 miles from me can help me identify because I think the area, I think where I'm living, there's the perps are in the area because they have physically let me know they're, they're here. They, van, they, they trashed, I had a bag of uh, uh, paper garbage outside on the patio. And all these, they spread it around all over the place. And there's no kids in the area. So it's not kids doing it. But the small group idea, I think if we can at least get each other's support, we can gather evidence more quickly, plus support each other morally, but we're going to have to start trusting each other at one point. We're going to have to do Otherwise, we use these calls, and that's it. That's all I wanted to stress is that we need to start banding together more. Otherwise, we're just going to be making the calls, and people are going to start falling through the cracks because they don't have the money, they don't, their health is bad, and they can't do anything, and they don't have anybody to help them because they've isolated so many of us. Beth, have you talked to Sharon, who is in Eastern Oregon, um, and they're working on, they have, like, maybe they're working on a tiny houses, or it's a community out in Eastern Oregon in my state. Have you talked to No, no I haven't. Mm-mm. Well, I would suggest calling Derek. He knows about it. And they, it's a very basic, they have water. Um, I don't even know if they have electricity. I think they do have electricity because she Skyped me. Um, but it's very basic, um, you know, and it seems to be working at this point. I don't know too much. I can't give you too much information because we don't but. It might be something you might want to look into. Well, like I said, I, I think, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, like I said, areas we're going to have to start trusting each other soon enough. And even if not that, okay, if everybody trusts Derek, okay, we'll contact Derek and he can get the names together of those who want to keep in touch with others in their area because everybody around the United States and the globe are hurting right now. And those of us that are boxed in and don't have the finances to get a meter to prove the radio frequency, prove the EMF. We're just sitting here waiting for the others to get the evidence. And in the meantime, our health is going down. We're going to end up homeless. And I just really believe strongly that if we start banding together more, we're going to end up continuing to be fractured and waiting for everybody else that can do stuff for, for it to go forward. And I think we can help each other on a smaller scale as well. Yeah. At least, at least right now. That's what I want to comment on. And if you guys need support, I know about six people who are always willing to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And Frank is one of them. We're going to have to start trusting each other. This is getting, this is getting nuts. There's going to be too many of us falling through the cracks, and one suicide is too many. Yeah, agreed. 
That woman has an excellent point. If there was a committee with a with a collective knowledge base, once TIs have been introduced to each other, they can report back to the committee about their encounter to find out if the information was helpful, useful, exactly. or maybe the person was a perp. Exactly. I, I just think, I mean, they had a GPS tracker in my SUV, and I was stupid enough not to even know that they put it on the uh, the rack of my Ford Explorer because the top part, that that little cap on top was missing when I traded my, for my car last year, and I got a more economical car. I didn't even know that, that I didn't know to look there. And right now, I am not kidding you. We have to start banding together. If we continue being fractured like this, and only have the calls to keep in touch with each other, it's going to just make it more difficult. And I may I may not have a phone or Internet next month where my finances are. So I'm going to end up wondering what's going on. And in the meantime, my neighbors, the people have kept me from getting a job. And my neighbors are aloof. And I've, been, I've lived in this house 17 years, so it's not like they don't know me. But um, we really do need to start trusting each other. And we can gather more evidence and be moral, morally supportive of, of each other with it. What we need to do is to find out who can be trusted. Exactly. My idea on that would be if everybody trusts Derek or if everybody trusts Linda, we can give her the information or those, those who want to do this. We can give them our information. If we trust them with our information, give it to somebody else who's either a moderator or someone like Derek we can do it that way. Personally, I think Derek has enough on his plate. So, so I know, I'm, 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 I'm just saying that I mean they can send the information to him. I'm but thinking we should we should have a separate um, committee that's universal that's that's uh, accepting of all the the groups, not just Derek's, not just Darlene's. Mm-hmm not just Neil's, you know, everybody. I mean, I'm just pointing them out because, I mean, nobody else knows a lot of the other people, but those are the only ones that we, that a lot of us have trusted. So however it's decided, I don't know how that would be, but I'm just pointing out that there's certain people we would trust and um, we can at least give them the information and then someone else can take over if they trusted them to get the TIs together better. Right. Um, so. Ella, it's Christy. Hi, Christy. Hi. Um, do you have a database of, like, the different states with, the, with the TIs in that specific state to where they could get in touch with each other? Well, they had one. Derek had one. Shelly had one. I called. One of my first jobs when I got in the community is, I go, Shelly, I want to do some activism. She goes, Call all these members and see if they're any good. Eighty percent of them weren't any good. They were they weren't even valid members anymore. You know, it made me concerned. I thought maybe a lot of people just weren't around anymore. Um, but you know, maybe <laughs> I know change our numbers. I realize that now. But at the time, I thought just these people weren't around anymore. Um, but um, yeah, Derek knows people in places, and I know some people. You know, I tried to give you numbers as well, and you know, so I, I know so. I don't know. Um, I don't know how up to date any of the lists are. 
Um, there's no, I just worked on Shelley's list, um, and there's about, you know, there's weren't that, when it came down to it, the whole United States, there was not even that many people with phone numbers at all anymore that were good. Yeah. So it's really about asking maybe the moderators, because we kind of know, you know, but we only know the people that are on the calls, you know, so. Exactly. So yeah. even yeah. if we can give the information to one person, and then that person, you know, he's got, there's other people that we can give the information to. I'm not saying they have to work on it. I'm just saying if we trusted them with the information and they can pass it on to another person that is also trusted, that the TIs may not know of, but he trusts them. So if we trust Derek, then we're going to trust whoever he might to see if they can handle, get all the information. Then we can contact him. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, Linda gave me her number yesterday, and I've already lost it. Do you have it or her email address, or when is her call again? She's on my call right now. I forwarded her, I forwarded her your email. Oh, you did? Oh. Okay. Hi, Ann. This is Linda. Oh, yes. hi, Linda. Hi, hon. Um, you sound just like me. I already lost your number. Can I get it again? <laughs> Not to, I don't want to give it out. I, I, I gave it to you because we just had a few people on the call. I don't want to give oh, it okay. out on this call right now. Not that I don't trust everybody. Just um, it sometimes leads to chaos. Okay. Well, um, I can give you my telephone number. Are you sure you want to do that? Sure. You could text it or... Um, call it. Okay, so, just, you have a let me get my let me get my my um, word program up, and then I'll take your number. Okay. Here we go. Excuse me. Okay. Hannah. It's um five two zero four eight four four eight four uh huh four eight four eight eight three four eight eight three four. Okay. Good. Good. I found some more information on that site, and I'd like to share it with you. Okay? Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay there you go. You. Okay. I will call you tomorrow, okay? Cool. Thanks. Thanks. Uh-huh. Okay. So Linda, I have a question for you. It's $5,000 for a retainer, uh, uh, a lot of money for a high-powered attorney. A five thousand dollar retainer? No, that's not a lot. Okay. Is he really high powered? He, she? I mean, how how do we know? Okay, how do we know he's high powered? Oh, because he's all. You can look Google him, and he's been on CNN, and Derek knows of him. Yeah, and I just was curious, but and I know he was doing me a favor by the five thousand, but I don't even have five thousand. Yeah, it's not mad. I make my own money, you know. Yeah, sure. This is not mad, is it? No, his name is Raul, and you'll hear Derek talking about him. He's going to help some guys out and kind of help them. He's somewhat targeted himself. He's a brilliant man. He's very brilliant. He's he's a tough one. You know, he's tough. Is this a New York man? I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. That's okay. Yeah. Okay? yeah, yeah. I talked okay. to him for like four hours. It's very interesting. Oh. Well, that's. Well, you want to make sure that the five thousand goes toward his bill. Yeah. I thought I, I, I came from Louisville. Four and a half years. I learned a lot. Yeah. But I know he was helping me out. I'm like, I don't think that much money, but probably doing me a favor, but even 5000 you know, trying to, you know, yeah. get that out of the family would be a little tough. Yeah. Especially since but 5000 is, no, 5000 is not outrageous. 25 now that's outrageous, but 
Um, oh. five Probably what he charges people normally. He's that high powered. Yeah, he's a so five thousand is really quite reasonable. Oh, okay. But 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 you always want a, a det. You always want a um, absolute detailed bill of every single twenty minute increment that he charges you for. Yeah, I think what each twenty minutes was for. Hey, I had a four-hour conversation. He didn't even bill me. Right, exactly. <laughs> but after the fact, just keep an eye on that bill. That's all I. Need. Yeah, thank you. So I've got some background noise, and I'm, I've heard this noise before, and I don't know who's doing it. Is. Oh, it's the same kind of noise. Uh, it's, it's not me, Ella. It's not me. Gosh, who is that? I hear it all the time. Oh, it's Virginia. Hold on. Okay, there we go. Yeah, hers. I don't oh. know what it is. She gets a lot of feedback. Ella, if yeah. I were you, I would um, look at some cases that this lawyer has tried and that'll give you a good idea of uh, how good he is or, you know. Yeah, he's got a great reputation. But honestly, I think it's so tough. I mean, this guy that I'm dealing with is, has his own money and he's, you know. Evidence is a tough thing in, our, in an invisible crime, that's for sure. So, and even when I got. Not only that, I learned even if you have evidence and truth and everything else on your side, anybody can be bought. Including the judge. Maybe he could buy the judge for it. I us. agree with Today that. Be on the other side. That's a great idea. Not every judge can be bought. I finally, after after sifting through lawyers and judges and whatnot, I finally got a female judge who was on my side and wouldn't let the lawyers, not Remember mine, or the other side. That's great. That's with me. Yeah. It, that it is really a minority. Is. There really are some, do. yes, she is in a minority, but that they are out there. They are definitely no. out there. Yeah, what I do you, believe there are. What do you think the odds of getting one are? Probably uh, one in a thousand. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I do know that if you keep copious notes of everything that happens and keep them close to the best, you know, um, you'll end up probably successful. That's what I did in my lawsuit, and I presented it to this woman in the settlement conference, and um, my lawyer had been telling me I didn't know what I was talking about all this time, and when I was done presenting it, she said, you should be in law school, dear. You know more than your own lawyers do. So what okay. we need to do is keep really good track because a good judge is only interested in the facts, you know. And if you have facts on your side, uh, they'll listen. They'll, they'll listen, most of them will. Just keep keep records. I'm not, hey, listen, notes. dear in headlights, I'm not trying to sell this lawyer to anybody. I'm asking a question at $5,000. I'm not trying to sell a lawyer. She's thinking now I'm trying to make a buck off this lawyer or whatever. That's not the case. It was a personal question to Linda because I've never hired a lawyer, and I asked her if $5,000 was reasonable. That's all. It was for me, my personal question. I'm not selling anybody to anybody. Okay. All right. Not me. All right. Okay. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was just curious because I've never taken anybody to court. The only time I've ever been in court is yeah. to adopt my yeah. children, and we yeah. didn't have any. We didn't have to pay for anything. So right. that was it. Well, if you decide to do this, please call me first <laughs> and get your advice. Okay. <laughs> I, really, I have never learned so much in my toe in my life. I can get. I just really. I I really learned a lot. Yeah. So well. Um, like I said, I don't even know how. I'm so scared to cough up money because I just think evidence. It's so hard, and I'm not yeah. that confident with that. And I don't even have meters that work. I need to try right. to get And then how do you, you go? 
okay, I have these. This is what I told him too. I go, okay. But he says, well, he digs in there. He digs into them. If you give him the name, he'll dig and find out where what he's doing, where he's at, and try to tie them together. But the problem mm-hmm. is, okay, so I get a reading in my house. How do I tie? Oh, I got a reading in my house. How do I tie it to that particular person? You know. So I just yeah. think it's very, very difficult. I mean, Absolutely. he might be able to find difficult. out this guy's camped out near me. He might be able to find out this guy has a studio real close to me. But, um, you know, it still doesn't tie, you know what I mean? So I almost think it's a losing situation. <laughs> you know, if well, you know no, the person, if you know the person, it would be worth just paying him to do research on him. That's yeah, I mean, he can use anyway. Yeah, I, he said that, too. To go he to goes... Court. Maybe he goes, you really know, he's a private investigator, but they're not yeah, either, guys. I'm like, oh, my God, this legal yeah. stuff's expensive. I would love yeah. it. I know. I know. Oh. I would be a private investigator if I could find one, too. Yeah. Maybe that's what we need to feel around for is try to find a decent, you know, some private investigators. I called that one guy that one was on in San Diego was on Derek's oh. call, and I thought he was a crook. He's a crook. That's just what I was going to say. Don't call him oh, a crook. Who, Ella? That makes Ooh, another dollars. person so there's four that, that I know about. Who, yeah. Ella? What, what, what was his name? name? It was an Pete. Italian. Pete. California. Pete. Oh, like Gambogelio or something? Pete Manzoni. Does that sound right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, somebody Manzoni. I don't think it's Pete, though. I thought it was um, Yeah, 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 yeah. There was about four of us that called him. He's. You want to hear a used car salesman, you call that guy. You'll get okay. alarms, even if you don't usually get alarms. Mm. Well, we need to find somebody who's reasonable. I would love to get a detective and just avoid the whole legal thing for now, just to, you know, show evidence that this guy is camped out near me, he had a house. But, you know, those kind of people with that kind of money, they get they buy things under corporations. Nothing is traceable. That's what I'm imagining, that everything is going to lead right. to a, what about a, a, that a corporation that has no name. I don't know how they work so that they do that, who, you know. What about that Lawson guy who wrote that book? He would know. If uh, he would know a legitimate detective, what's his first name? David Lawson, who wrote that about Whitehead? No, P- pardon me. About corporations, you can get the you can get the officers' names pretty easily. Um, either write to the Secretary of State of your Barilla? state. Barilla. Someone said Barilla. I don't know if that's relevant to our conversation. But anyway, you you can find the you can find the officers of a corporation, and if they're doing something illegal that is harmful, and they know it, they can't hide behind the corporate shield, so they are personally responsible and liable for what they're doing. And if they've got the kind of money to have that corporation, odds are they they're just fine themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. So you can you can get that information. Trust me. We'll talk. Yeah. About okay. Good. Okay. No. Um. Because I've had interesting situations where, you know, whoever's cloning my phone, guys, I love when this happens. I take screenshots. Somehow whoever's clone phone is cloned to mine, their information shows up on my end, and I took a bunch of screenshots. <laughs> I oh, know wow. what bank it was. I know where they bank. I know it's in oh, Beaverton, which isn't too far from here. I know that serious? they have prepaid. Yes. Oh. I would love to be able to post it on the chat. i got to figure out how to do it. Um, oh. Yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, my God. And I called the cops. Oh. But you know the cops. They're like, well, we don't really do the digital thing, you know. You know, but, Ella, be careful. It could be a setup or a trap. Don't, I mean, be conservative. Don't put it on the chat. Somebody might be a setup to go after you. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how to do it. I can't do it anyways. But, um, okay. it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's not a setup because too many weird things. Like, 
sometimes I'll put in my GPS, it'll and it'll say that I'm in Seattle. And I'm like, I'm not in Seattle. Why does it keep saying I'm in Seattle? Must be my cloned phone or whatever, whoever the phone is reading. And, you know, I always get strange things like that. And then I did a Maps one day. One day I used Yahoo Maps instead of my Google Maps. And all these weird addresses showed up, and I wrote them all down. So I've got a bunch of random addresses good, that showed up good. Yahoo Maps. That were, I never used Yahoo Maps. It was just a fluke that I decided to use it because my Google Maps wasn't working. So that was really interesting. So, you know, I don't know if other people experience that, where other people's phones or information showing up on your phone, but mine does that. No, but I've yeah, had my I mean, GPS turn itself on and, and give me directions to some other place. Interesting, you know? right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was after the guy across the street, my perp across the street, registered it on his computer. I just He said, yeah, I'll help you figure it out. And I took it over there, and he registers on his computer and says, well, you know, I really don't know this, and gives it back to me. <laughs> and then it started working all by itself. Anyway, yeah, they can yeah, do so, that. Um, there was a question, how to see if maybe you can find it in your phone. Use apps that maybe you never use. Like, you know, like I said, check your Yahoo Maps. Are they weird? Maybe the perps know, okay, if our phone's phone, we better use ones that aren't popular. You know, like there was a Yahoo Mail on there. And I was trying to. It wouldn't let me. I was like, oh, my God, there's a Yahoo Mail. I don't use Yahoo. So I was trying to log in, but I didn't have the password. So, of course. But I thought, well, maybe it would auto. You know what I mean? How sometimes I go to a default. So I have seen some crazy stuff on my phone that has nothing to do with me. You know, um, obviously this person's living in Seattle or has a lot of stuff going on in Seattle. But, yeah, so check your Yahoo Maps. Um, and then, um, I don't know, the banking thing showed up a couple times, too, where um, I never went to Chase Bank account, and I went there to, to maybe to look at a bank account for my son. And there was already some pre, on my cell phone, there was already some number already there, like, um, some somebody some other default thing that was there. So, you know, I don't know, you just gotta pay close attention and maybe go to um go to apps and, and applications that you don't use personally. I don't know if it's just in my case because my perp is always up my butt and always around me and always connected to my phones and stuff like that. But you know, other everyone else's phones too, I guarantee you most of us have like clone phones or they're using stingrays, as we all know. They remote access our phone. That's common. I've heard a lot of people say that their phone does a lot of strange things, like it's remotely accessed. But you know, but you never know. I'd like to see if other people tell me they find strange things on there too. Yeah, I, I have. I have that too? Yeah. Yes, I have screenshots of, of people logging on my phone and uh, some on my PC as well. Yeah. And I get those notifications. I know a lot of us get this, and I know I'm not the only one. This one's probably more common. I get those notifications like, oh, um, someone tried to log into your Gmail um, from a Mac computer, mm-hmm. which we don't have Mac in this house. And like, oh, you know, and so you get those notifications from another device. It always lets you know if someone from another device mm-hmm. is trying to mm-hmm. log on. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And one time I went to go look at it, and it was deleting before I even had a chance to get to it. That was really oh, yeah. weird, if that makes any sense to you. Like, yeah, I got the notification, went into the Gmail, and it was deleting right before my eyes. I couldn't believe it. So. I've, had some, I've had the backspace things that I'm trying to type while I'm, do, while I'm typing. Yeah. So just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all kinds of interesting things. 
Oh, yeah, you know. But I'm just really, uh, I don't know. I, once I noticed that that was happening, you know, that their information was seeping onto my end, I really started paying attention. I've been doing a lot of screenshots and things like that. And so when I am ready, I've got addresses where the person goes, uh, some possible residences, um, you know. And so, I mean, I don't know. But I think a PI would work. It's just the amount of money for a PI or a lawyer is just astronomical. You can buy a software program, and you can buy a software program called Little Snitch. It doesn't sound sound too terribly official, but it's called Little Snitch, and it can. I tracked a one of my hackers. I tracked back to the address, his street address, and out of that, another. Yeah, yeah. You can call. I think all want to know about that. Is it S M as in Mary, I D as in dog, G as in giraffe, E as in Edward? It's little S. Sam, uh, Mary, I, Iglo, um, Tom, T-C-H, Cat, uh, Mary. Okay. Little Snitch. Snitch. Yeah. Like it's telling uh. you. It's really a very effective program. Very thorough. And I tried to download it last night, and it wouldn't work for me. It was, it already had been altered by the time I downloaded it. Yeah. I've had it on my computer before. It was very effective, and then it disappeared. Oh, I have anyway. a, a suggestion about the V2K um, on one end of it is uh, when I feel that they're starting to get under my skin a little bit because they know I'm alone in this house and they know I'm uh, isolated here, is to draw uh, objects in my mind. Uh, have, any, have any of you seen the, the screen save that Windows has of the pipes that are constantly moving around and going in different directions. I don't have Windows. I don't know. Okay, uh, it's it's a screensaver. So what I'll do in my mind, the computer, the program, the neural program, does not recognize it as a language, so it cannot verbally respond. It cannot come up with a word because there is no word. I, I imagine, I use my imagination, like I'm typing. I, I, I use my imagination to, uh, to do things that don't require sound or a verbal response. If I draw uh, an, an L and I go down, put two slashes over the, the, the line, and then put a half a circle with a dot, it doesn't recognize it as a, as a language. So there is no verbal response in your mind from the program. It cannot, it can't, it can't, it doesn't recognize it. Or imagining yourself doing something that doesn't have sound, like painting or um, bike riding. You watch your, your, your feet pedaling on a bike. It cannot come back with a verbal response because they've tapped into our emotions our physiology, like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. It'll say, I've got to go pee. And you didn't think it, but it says it in your mind, the, the, I, the artificial intelligence, the neural program. But if you imagine doing something that doesn't have a sound or a word attached to it, it can't come back at you with a response. So even for those few seconds or so, you can have some peace of mind where your mind is idle without response. That's great. That's, That's great what, I, what I was figuring out. 
what I even uh, have you guys ever heard of John Edwards? Yeah. Psychic. Okay. The attorney. Oh, the well, psychic. Over. One of the things that that he brought up, which I was kind of basing it on, was that the, the communication was through symbols. That he was. That's how he he gets the communication to the other side. It's through symbols that are that he sees in his mind. Well, if we use even symbols or made up symbols and create them on our own. So there is no response from the uh, neural program. I tried changing with Spanish, German, Italian, and French. I would even say the word one, but also think the word uno at the same time. And they came back warning me, don't do that, you're going to have a seizure. I was using my mind, my, the left side and the right side of my brain at the same time. I would say one word but I would think the I would say one number and think the other number at the same time. But if you can imagine any activity not, that does not have sound, or any activity that that, that the, the program can't recognize as a language, create about, your own. What about meditation? Uh, for me, I, it wouldn't work for me because uh, they've uh, hit me hard with brain entrainment. Whether it's a, a song that I hear. They, they they hit me with a low, deep sounding, constant sound. It's con- I've not had silence in over two years. There's always that low humming sound that I can't get away from. Or they'll play a song. And they're also doing uh, hypnotic suggestion because the other night I was starting to wake up and I heard a female voice V2K, whatever you want to call it, say, and when you hear the word, go and, and then it stopped because I woke up. But they were trying to, that's the tinnitus that I found, and the tinnitus is especially loud. To me, is the side effect of them turning up the V2K so they can actually get into your, the bone conduction of the sound. More intimately, when you're sleeping, they, they can posit the information in your subconscious more accurately. All right, I don't know how to... It's like they just turned up the volume to, to it in it, and then when you're not... Because your, your subconscious doesn't know right from wrong, but your conscious mind does. And they try to put suggestions or words or something to trigger you that when you wake up, you don't know it until the trigger happens. I totally agree with you. I've had the same experience and spoken French and everything. I know what you're talking about. Yep. One thing I wanted to throw in about the, the, the high-pitched sound, I think you're right, and something that I try to do as soon as I hear the high-pitched sound is I'll, well, run, mine's out, low, but go ahead. I'll, I'll run outside or I'll go wherever I can go. If I can get out of the house, there's certain spots on the street that I can go to, and it breaks it. So wow. I agree with you that that high pitched sound is to get your attention, and that's the sign. Here we go. The, the tinnitus. It's like they, it's yeah, like yeah. They know well, you're going to be in a crowd. But it gets really loud when they, you know, during the night. Exactly. When, when, when I get information like you do, I know they're doing the same thing to me, and I'm not hearing it. So but trying all to I wanted to add was when I hear that, if I'm not in bed, I'll go outside, and the first thing I want to do is break that. And then I can get to an area where I can walk and I don't hear it anymore. 
and then I give it about five minutes, and I go back home, and that's the end exactly. of the They don't want you to hear anything external that will interrupt the brainwave, the frequency. Yeah, they, they, right. they try to They try to keep that the frequency matched with them. in my head and had that work. It's just that I'm so tired at night, I, I can't remember my French that well. So I just keep counting from 1 to 10, and then after a while, it's like, yeah. But it works. It works. Well, you know what? For you, I'm glad it did. I don't know what happened. One night, we were having this discussion. I went to bed, and I started speaking Swedish in my head, and the damn uh-huh. thing answered me back in Swedish. Oh, no. Well, we'll learn it. That's why, um, that, that's why I switched from the languages. Honey. Because okay. it, it's, it's written in English. The program's in English. I but know, but like was, I did when it, she did in French, and it stopped. It, it'll okay. learn, it will learn it, though. It will learn, learn it. So it then, so then like what Swedish? I was using, uh, I use the images now. I use just images. I use symbols. I draw my own little maze using my imagination because I tried the language thing. It worked for a short time, but then the V2K would come back and respond in Spanish. If I start using Spanish or Italian or German or something, so it will it will it does learn quickly, but the symbols it cannot match a sound make a sound with it, nor can it create, nor does it recognize it as a language. Nor the vision, nor the visualization I've had. Exactly. Right, but that's kind of hard because when I visualize something, automatically this damn word comes with it. Have you had that? Well, uh, well try you know to come I mean? up with something that doesn't, doesn't have a... Uh, Somehow, if, before if I has... can even stop it, my brain goes fun. Well, you know, Barbara, okay. that happens to me, too. It's when I think of a person, the name pops in my head. I'm like, exactly. dang it. You know, it's I really... Tra- I know it's that in I'm training. you. If you're not B2K people, sorry. Um, we'll, we'll change the subject here soon. But I didn't yeah, like, no, I, I, I just, just have bring that up. subliminal messaging at night. Exactly. Uh, and I was, like, trying to practice not saying the name, and I could not do it, you know, but then when they don't, then I your brain is conditioned, your brain is conditioned, Yeah. and they know I love movies, they condition me, because I'm like, did I used to do that, did I used to think of a face and have a name attached, you know, because I never really, I analyze every little tidbit in my head, every bit of information, every little thought, you know, so I was like, did I really used to do that, but once the name, once you say the name once, it doesn't repeat itself, and my, like, I, it'll say the name, and then I, you know, oh, good Lord. Sorry, guys, my or dog. If you think, or if you imagine or remember somebody's face, it'll automatically respond. It'll tell me uh, Ellen Zader died or somebody that I knew back when I was a child. But that's, that's the, the scary part of it. Our mind, everybody has their own unique brainwave pattern. Right. And they, they know exactly how to condition us. Um, you know, if, if you think something... In a certain in a certain pattern you follow, you have to find a way to break that pattern because the neural program is learning every the way yeah. we're thinking yeah. and how we relate. You can picture somebody. I can picture Godzilla, and and you know remember even using memory, they touched memory too. If I remember uh, in Jaws and uh, Chief Brody says you're going to need a bigger boat, that that scene will come up in my mind. I will hear it. I will hear the dum 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 And I'll hear his voice. They are attuning into your visualization. Exactly. Oh, my God. Memory and everything. I've watched a lot of movies, and 
if I say something immediately, the connection to a movie or a line from a movie will come up. I'm like, no. And, and like when we want to stop our mind after thinking something, we say, okay, that's it. The, the, uh, the V2K will continue with the sentence. Um, it's replaced like and so if, I, if I say me, it says you. Um, instead of year, it says next week. It's like they're planting all these conditioned responses, but they have to study you long enough to know your normal responses and patterns that you're thinking. So you have to try to break it. And now, like I said, I'm using symbols where the V2K cannot respond. Can I suggest something that might help your right brain to kick in a little bit more? It's an art thing. Other people have done, I know. It's called contour line drawing. If, if you're, what, what you do is you look at the object, whether it's a flower arrangement, a person, or whatever it is, and you forget what the object is. What you do is take your pencil and look at the object. Don't look at your paper and just draw around every little curve and nick and crevice and that sort of thing and go down, go all the way back up, and it doesn't have to match. That was mm-hmm. very hard for me to learn in art school, but it does keep your right brain active rather than uh, concentrating on what the object is and making it exactly. look like that. Just a suggestion. Yeah, like like I said, this this whole thing. I mean, I can only use my imagination for so long, and then I'm back into the doing what I'm doing. But I mean, the, the responses we can cut back on the responses if we think of if we try to change our our own brain patterns of thinking mm-hmm. in that way and, and create create our own personal images or made-up words or even uh, Spanish with pig Latin. <laughs> wow. Say, hombre, hey. Rojo is red. So say, ojo, rey. It doesn't recognize it. It doesn't recognize it. You can still use languages, but do it in pig Latin. Yeah. See, that's what they're learning, but the, the computer can't learn that because the number one thing that neural program doesn't, doesn't have is the imagination. We can change our brainwave pattern any direction at any time. And what the program is looking for is patterns. So if you break the pattern, it can't learn it. That's what I've learned on the V2K thing. But use use pig Latin with language. That helps. Because it's not a word. It's a made-up word. Maybe we need a and, PI language. <laughs> that would be simple. That would be You cool. mean you... Listen, you mean you... you you're... you're gener- I didn't mean... I don't mean to interrupt you, ladies. So this is how... You mean what, what, you're, what you're hearing is an automated computer? It's a neural program. In other words, you're not hearing. Okay, you're not hearing. You're not hearing live a live team like I am. No, no, I mean, like if they use the even if I go to the bathroom, it'll say I've got to go pee when I didn't think it or even say it in my mind. It'll automatically come up. So it is. So you're. Yeah, I have the live. I have the treat of a live crew. (laughs) Well, I, I understand that because they did that with me from February till June. 2014. They were they were physical. They let me know they were here, and boy did they let me know. 
Then when, when the neural program and all that stuff and the brainwave entrainment started in June, and they've been trying to induce the negative, the depressive emotion, because a low-frequency sound induces negative emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they've it just seems freaky. It just, it just seems freaky to me, that's all. I'm, you know, I'm not dealing with anything like that. I'm dealing with a live team of, of it, bozos. It, it is. It, and once, <laughs> once they, they find out what your pattern of thinking is, that program's learning your pattern. That you find well, a way to break it. Real people definitely wouldn't be able to do the language thing. No, no. Well, no. They, you know, it's a different. If it, you know, this is I deal with. I deal with the with a, a different case scenario than what she's talking about. I was just curious if it was for real. I was like, wow. And I heard that from somebody else. They say, oh, mine's computerized. I'm like, wow, really? Yeah, I don't deal yeah, with that. I deal if with I say, oh, if I say, oh my god, I can't believe. They'll say they'll start swearing. They'll say, oh my god, damn it. And they'll start swearing all over the place, and I know. Well, I you can you can tell if it's for, you can tell if it's somebody for real. I mean, you know, you, you're an oh, educated yeah. person. Um, is is Ella there? I'm right here, Al. Hey, Ella. Happy holidays, and I, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, happy holidays to you. Did you have a decent one? I just slept in, and I was supposed to go to a dinners with my family, and I I um I got on the phone with a couple of the um, ladies instead, and just hung out, and I had to get a legal letter written. Mm-hmm. Is um, I was going to ask you to, to uh, do me a favor. I'm going to write you an email. I was supposed to do it two days ago and ask you to forward my information to Yaya and Luda to have oh, them please sure. call me. Yeah, I'll just yeah. I'll send you an email because I I just want them to call me. Um, also, I heard Linda. I tried. I, I told Linda I was going to call her, and I was supposed to check out um, LexisNexis and get the pricing and, and the compatibility. If, if that's okay, multiple- Al. I'm here. Well, no, I called you. I called you, but you didn't answer, but it was two days late. I didn't call you the next day like I was supposed to, and I heard you on, on another call. I couldn't couldn't mm-hmm. get in. So Not here's to worry. The, uh, yeah. Ella, is there any way I can tell Linda what the, what the answer was on that? Um, the answer for? Uh, she asked me to we I, I, she asked me to look into something. I just want to give her an answer, if that's okay. I'm sure that's fine. Thank you. Thank you very much. <clears throat> anyway, um, uh, Linda, I called, and what they do is, what they did with me before is yeah. they, you, you call them, and they, they say, okay, what exactly do you want, and what kind of law okay. do you, are you yeah. looking into? And okay. they, they, they make you a custom package to whatever you're doing. Now, what I did before <laughs> was I wanted an international package along with um, <clears throat> a criminal state that I was living in at the time package mm-hmm. just to be able to do broad criminal law research, et cetera, et cetera. And they came yeah. back and she, I dealt with this really professional. I mean, I really enjoyed talking to her. She was just dynamite. And um, she came back, I think it was 23 or 2600 for an annual thing. So mm-hmm. Tomo told me that you could probably do it monthly. And I said, yeah, that's a good idea. So I called them and I said, hey, um, I wanted to do – uh, research with a small group, and if one of us is not capable of getting on it to do the research, which is me, um, which I don't have the time. Well, I mean, I'll make. The, I'm going to have to make the time no matter what. Um, I said, um, is there any way I could let another person do the research for me? If you knew who they were and this and that, and they said, well, we we could maybe, but our 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 basic uh, uh, whatever the terminology is, I can't remember. The the thing that they don't do is that because law students would get together 
pitch in and get it, and then all of them would use it, you know what I mean, versus gotcha. um, yeah. or a law firm would do the same thing. So they said that that's not their protocol. So there, that's out of the question. I have to get it myself <clears throat> or pay for it for somebody to do the, to the basic research that we were discussing. So I just want to let you know that. I'm yeah. waiting for Thank them you. to call me back. I'm okay. waiting for them to call me back, and they'll give me a package deal. I'm going to try to get, uh, break it down to the area of the research we are. Um, Don, I will tell everybody this, uh, and I'm in Ella too, and, and everybody else. Don turned me on to a case that was really, really good, and uh, it was it's recent, and they used a private investigator on it, and uh, uh, but he he was implanted with you know he had a he was like Jesse Baltran. he had he was physically implanted. They scanned, they found it, so they went after you know they, then you know who you're going after. You know, right? You know, mo- okay. So that's yeah. yeah. So it's the same t- same type of case scenario. You know, Jesse went in for an operation after he saw something, and they 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 did that. But what the case did t- did teach me is the devices that um, the private investigator them used. It was, it was pretty recent. So you know, if they if you did have an operation of sorts, or you're worried about a root canal, or you know something that basic, uh, you know that basic. You could get this. You could follow the same thing to see if that, if it alerted. So that was very interesting. Thanks to Dawn, I really uh, appreciate her. She's, oh, oh um, Dawn, up here. Okay, yeah. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. She, you know, you know, Dawn's up. You know, for you know, I mean, uh, guys, she's the best person I've ever met as far as um, uh, timeline wise, as far as getting things accomplished. I mean, she's yeah. smoking. She yeah. just doesn't, you know, she's got her head, you know, I mean, I, you know, for her, I mean, I, the first year, I didn't even know what my name was. She's already all over it and just like, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to, to be, she's, she's handled it, a pro, a pro, a, she's done it properly from the get-go. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, you know, I, I, you know, got nothing but praise for her. She, I really like her. In that I agree. Respect. She's amazing. You know? She's amazing when it comes well, to... Well, she's just got it going on, you know I mean? She's, yes, she's in that. I, I respect her as from, as from a, for, for a man. I respect her as a professional uh, woman. And um, and that's it. You know, um, that's all I got to say about it. I mean, you know, she, she is. She, she's a good brainstormer and, and all nine yards. Okay, Ella, thank you so much. And I'll send you that email. And um, I, you, everybody, happy holidays. And uh, we're... We're, you know, we're doing everything we can, you know, and, uh, yeah. and that's all I can say. We're Thanks doing everything we can. Know, Al. Appreciate it. Uh, I'll well, call yeah, I'm gonna, too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, see which kind of a package deal you can get. But I know, yeah. I mean, you know, Linda, don't think it's going to be less than, you know, 1500 or more. And that's, you know, for a year. Yeah. But you will, but, but remember, you'll have an attorney on there 24-7. You know, just well, as long as they'll the, give advice, that's cool. If they will help give advice, that would be great. Do they help you research? I don't know. I've never used Lexus. No, you know what what you do is in an instant. This is my suggestion. What you would do is you would never say I am. This is what's occurring to me in this anatomy. You're gonna come on. You don't want to do that. You want to just maneuver your way around. Either you know you're doing research in an area for a friend who's incapacitated. In this oh, yeah. area, then yeah. then start into the groundbreaking from the EMF thing all the way to it, and then you know they they're not stupid, they're not gonna you know, but there's no reason to throw somebody under the bus, you know. Yeah, no, I was just wondering if they if they give you if they point you in the right direction is what I'm wondering if they just point you. But I'll well, find then out. you can you 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 don't even need you don't need them to. What you could do what what I would do with an attorney is I would ask him once I digested um, state. 
um, cases in this area once I got to that those state cases in that area. I mean, you could even say, hey, look, my niece went and had an operation. Something's going on with her. We scanned her and this and that, and I am uh, livid. I'm going, you know, and he, they will go, oh, my God. And you'll go, yeah. And so you want to rip this whole thing apart. Now, then you could make out case scenarios and say, hey, you know, um, um, in this area, in your opinion, I mean, you, how can you ask somebody that has never litigated it? You know what I'm saying? It, yeah, it, the only sure. thing, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? How can you ask an attorney that's on the phone if he's in that area or versus that area unless he's actually litigated this? And very few people have, you know. So um, I have found, I have gotten a, a few leads to, uh, to other attorneys through Tomo and, and et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I'm really busy right now, but in the next um, in the next month, I would say I will have something, you know, that I'm going to forward to you and Ella or whatever, and will you guys decide what you're going to do? You know, I mean, I'm not going to just get on here and start being a blabbermouth. Let's figure you guys figure out how you want to deal with it. You know, and right. then let's get some let's get some professional, some real, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? In other words, hey, we nobody nobody is a a, a, a electrical engineer technologist in a specified area okay and what i mean by an electrical engineer technologist it means that you become an electrical engineer in technology and then you specialize in a specific area it's just like when you become a you know it, it looks like in anything else when you're an attorney you specialize in real estate law you specialize in criminal law you specialize in this and that it's the same thing but in technology you know how diversified it is so right. you really, you know, I, I really don't know what I'm talking about, but this, this is don't just worry about it. I can I can do this. Don't worry. I, I'm fine with it. Not to worry. Okay. Okay. Not to worry. Okay. All right. All right. Not a problem. Okay. Thanks. All right. Oh. Thank you, Ella. I'll shoot you that. I'll shoot that. I'll shoot you that email. I'll shut up. I look forward to hearing about and from Al's information. The one thing I wanted to, I'm kind of catching up on this. Very easy to use the way I do it, and it's very impossible to crack. Yeah, can use a few languages I'm familiar with and fluent in. But you correct them. You change maybe one letter here and there, and you make it more phonetic, and you change the language so it's not exactly. I'm going to go ahead and mute it one more time. Hold on, guys. Hopefully, we don't have to. I really want to hear Luda. Hold on, Luda. Just to screw things up, yet the people that I know understand why I'm corrupting things, and they phonetically read what I write, and it comes out. They understand, and I understand, and nobody else can translate it because it won't go through translator. So you can't use exact perfect language when you're using foreign languages if you're trying to beat the system. Just so many people know who's ever trying to do it. I thought I'd mention that. It does work. Okay. You broke out just a. You broke up just a little bit. I heard a little. Maybe it didn't on other people's end, but I couldn't hear what you said about the hydrogen peroxide. Oh, I didn't say anything about hydrogen peroxide. I was talking about foreign languages. Okay, sorry, I could barely hear you. I'm sorry, I was also distracted. Could you repeat it because you really were fading in and out? I really missed a lot of what you said. What I'm going to do is I'm going to move to a different location. How's that? Is this better? Can you hear me better? better? Okay. All right. Um, what I was saying, for those people that are uh, employing foreign languages, like the one gal was talking about, German, Italian, Spanish, French, and this kind of thing, you can use foreign languages that you can beat them, but you have to corrupt the language a little. Like the the sound ah, 
I might not, even though I know it's A uh, in Spanish or in other languages, I might put an H in after it. The people I know that I'm dealing with know I'm corrupting the language. They read it phonetically. They understand it perfectly. They write to me that way and back and forth, and nobody can get hack this thing because it won't go through a translator. If exactly. it's corrupted, if it's not spelled perfectly, it will not go through a translator. Oh, one, oh, one thing I've got, uh, hold on a second, um, that I found that, uh, oh, what was it? No, my mind just went blank. But just just don't use the language perfect, even though we know how to write perfect. We know how to speak perfect. If you're speaking or doing anything, you have to change it just a little bit. And like I say, you know, and everybody should know this. It does work, but you just have to corrupt it a little. And one one thing I found that was kind of funny, I tried to test the system. All I did was read, think of the word, like say Bel the the name of the country Belgium. Mm-hmm. It's it'll say Belgium. Mm-hmm. If I say uh, uh, Belgium, say Britain. The, the mm-hmm. program's even pronouncing the names wrong. Mm-hmm. So I agree with what you said. If you if you change it a little bit, just a little, the computer's mm-hmm. not going to recognize it, Mm-mm. even if it's in and English. It, even if right. it's in English, right? They're going to do the same thing with English. Put us in the loony bin for sure if we want. <laughs> the big thing and is with English, gal, if I was doing it with English, cool. for those that are going to do it with English, I would accentuate it on a different syllable. Right. In other words, That's I would put the um, accentuation instead of on the first syllable on the second or change that way if you have to, if you know if you can't exactly. figure out how to do it. This accentuation exactly. and the syllabication does also affect this whole thing. <laughs> we can teach it wrong, in other words. Mm-hmm. We can teach it wrong so that when, if it does respond, we know it's wrong. <laughs> it's not going to mm-hmm. learn anything mm-hmm. because that, that's the one thing they, they're not getting right. I mean, I don't know I don't know exactly why it's doing it but or why they're doing it with the V2K stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. But um, like I said, I, I tested the names of different countries and cities and towns and it doesn't pronounce all of them correctly. I can, I know it's, I mean, the program. I know it's a program. And it's like, I'm going to teach you wrong. So I'll say, I might say something in Italian, but say it in Pig Latin. Mm-hmm. And it's really way off. So the problem is... And like, our, um, the main language that I use is spelled so crazy. I mean, there's like five consonants in a row and this kind of thing. They can mm-hmm. never. If I change just one of them, it doesn't go through any kind of translator. Yeah. And it, like I said, that, that that's the main thing they they don't understand is the human brain, the the vast imagination that we have, and the will that we have with it. The computer program will never do it because the computer program is only looking for patterns. That's all they're ever going to know because they're constantly going to be learning but they will never match the human brain because the human brain can go, can take so many different um, uh, avenues in language with the imagination that the program will always be learning. It will never be, it's not self, it can't, it, it can't think independently. Right. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to linger here because I know there's No, I'm not either. I just wanted to add yeah. to that. But go yeah. ahead. That's good though. 
Yeah, but I, you know, I just don't want to waste the whole call on this simple little thing, but I, if it can help and help anybody in any way, I hope it does. Good okay. idea. Very good Have idea. a wonderful evening and a wonderful New Year's to everyone if I don't speak with everybody. You too. You too. Thank you so much. Maybe we can talk about gang stalking a little bit. Let's go on topic to Kevin. If somebody's interested in discussing that. Um, hello, Ella. Yes. Hi, this is Donna. Um Hi Donna. How are you? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Doing okay. okay. I just wanted to um before we started talking about gang stalking, I just wanted to ask if anybody else has been through this as far as the V two K. Um there's another person who I um I live on the east coast and she lives out on the west coast and we talk daily and I believe she's on the line right now and the strange part with our situation is with the V2K they'll be saying something to me and I'll say to her while we're on the telephone I'll say wow they keep saying such and such a name and she said that's the name of my dog. And she says, well, they're telling me right now such and such a name. And I said, oh, my goodness, that's my sister. Mm. And they're doing this, and there's another person who she and I both talk to, and he lives close to me. Um, I was on the phone speaking with him, and we were both cooking the same food. Oh, jeez. And then this other person, and I believe she still is on the line, she and I were both eating the same thing at another time. And we sit on the phone and we're like, and again, she's out on the West Coast, three hours difference, I'm on the East Coast. So she and I feel like we're, we both have the same people watching us because there's just too many things happening, like um, especially with the V2K, I said to her, they keep saying baby to me, and she shared something with me, and they kept saying the name Gina. She's like, they keep saying Gina to me. I said, oh, my goodness, that's my sister. Right. Hmm. Has anybody else, like, that has reached out to other people off of TalkShoe, are they experiencing the same thing? Because I'm kind of getting this feeling like they want us to know that we're connected even though she, we've never met, she's out on the West Coast, I'm here on the East Coast, but we're both getting live V2K to make us feel like comfortable talking to each other. Um, she'll have something on or she'll be thinking of something and I'm wearing that or I'm just about to put that on or we're both doing laundry at the same time. Um, yeah, there's a couple theories, and these are just theories. We're just going to speculate because there's no way to prove this. Um, one is that it's, and, and other people might have different theories, and who knows which one's right, you know. Maybe somebody who knows a little more information about this topic. But what I've concluded, and me and Spencer talk about this quite a bit and a couple other people, um, he thinks that it's all one big command center. It's basically the same group, you know, running everybody, and that they're sending they're sending thoughts, you know, subliminals to the person you're talking 
to to you and putting all these subliminals in your head are thought injections. So you guys end up correlating or corresponding or thinking of each other at the exact same time. That's his theory. My theory is that it's human-machine interfacing. We're like a shared circuit board, and they can really mess with you that way. Um, So our information is being shared freely among the circuit board, so to speak. That's the only analogy I can come up with. Um, um, Gosh, I wish I could use some terms that would make sense. In my head, I know what I'm trying to say. But anyway, so I think it's a lot of machine-human interfacing, and by a quantum computer is my theory. Um, So, um, you know, and I think there's different groups. I don't think the same group is running everybody. I think there's, you know, um, various groups, you know, different quote-unquote networks, as they call them on YouTube when you look up these gang-stalking things and how they operate. Um, But somebody might have different theories. But, you know, the easy one is just to say that they are doing subliminals and thought injections as you're speaking or as you're doing things in your house and they're doing things in in their house. Um, that seems to be a popular one. Um, so you just kind of have to conclude. And, and who knows if we're going to, you know, how to do it. I mean, I'm going on kind of what some stuff I read from Robert Duncan, which made sense to me. You know, um, you know, there's people who are – I'm a, a Duncan head. I really like a lot of what he writes. So, you know, you're just going to have to conclude it on your own. But know that it's technology. It's not like – it's you know, and a, a lot of us on the calls like tell me they felt kind of almost psychic when they were younger. They were, um, um, what's the word, um, sensitive oh, to information, cool. you know, and they were very perceptive, you know. Um, but this is technology, not necessarily. This is not natural, you know, synchronicity or these events occurring simultaneously. It's, you know, it's like I don't believe there's coincidences at this point with so much technology. I almost feel like everything is orchestrated, staged, or just on some shared interfacing where all the information is simultaneously being delivered to a group of people on the same interface. But I don't know if that makes any sense. It does, because strangely enough, that day, um, you probably know who I'm speaking about. She had said to me, oh, you have to call Ella. You know, you and Ella have a lot in common. And about 10 minutes later, you had sent out that beautiful Christmas poem. And it was written by a person's name, and that person's name is my sister's name. (laughs) So I said that to her. I said, oh, my goodness, she sent out this beautiful poem, and it's written by, you know, um, Christina Rossetti, and that's my sister's name. So... And it was course, just another I way. Compelled. I felt compelled, like, oh, this feels like I'm supposed to put this one in. It didn't feel like divinely inspired, although it's a divine, it seemed very divine and beautiful. But for whatever reason, I felt like that was the one I was supposed to put on there, you know. So who knows? You just don't it know. It was amazing, though, because we were actually on the phone, and I'm like, oh, gosh, I just got an email from Ella. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And then all of a sudden, we were talking about... Um, just like fairy tales of growing up, and she said something, she says, oh, Donna, and it says, I said, I've been praying for you, and then all of a sudden she looks up, and it says, and they lived happily ever after, and it has mine, it was written by a Donna something, so it was like they purposely wanted her to see that, because my name is Donna. Right. So they're doing... I don't know if anybody else has experienced that, but just with that live V2K is on. I think it's worth exploring, you know. um, You know, it is definitely worth talking about. The other thing 
that I think it's happened, and this is my opinion, and I'd love to hear input. Please give me input. I feel like we're almost conditioned to find, like I noticed that when this started happening to me to this degree, because this has been going on a long time for me, but when it got to the thing where I like started feeling zoned out and like hypnotized and you know that, you know, a lot of people have gone through that phase. Um, all of a sudden I started correlating everything, you know. It was really, but to a level I've never done that before. You know, it's like you just start seeing meanings and everything. Or it's almost like part of the psyops. Like now you're going to see red cars everywhere, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like happening. your brain gets in this paranoid state. And I know frequ- there's a frequency for that too. So, but it's almost like they, 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 they get that going in you, you know, but I know what it is, you know, and I understand it. Um, and, and that's always something interesting to me, too. I'm like, are these people paid to be driving next to me because they have a red car, or is this some kind of interfacing thing? You know, how far does human-machine interfacing go? You know, we know it can do groups of people. It's actually termed as a, a, a guiding mechanism. It can steer groups of people, this technology. Um, and you can read that in a lot of different books. Um, I can't them off the top of my head but you can hear i've read about it online you know and um it's really interesting it's kind of scary because they can sway all the voters if they put that information that's packed into your smartphone and you're getting that frequency or that subliminal you know it can sway a whole group of people you know so but i'd like to hear you know what other people think about it as well so then i'm just i sit around and i speculate a lot if i have quiet time to keep myself out of liminal crap that I hear, I like to think and, you know, kind of try to figure out what's going on. But it's so hard, you know. I like to see solid proof. I'd like to see, you know, cited papers. But, you know, it's really difficult. We're, like, trying to speculate over our experiences um, versus, you know, what we can actually prove is really happening. But, you know, you read enough books and you can kind of start to sift through the information and match it up with your experiences. Does it mean that I'm right or anybody else is right? No, it just means that that's the theory we came up with with the information we have right now in our personal experiences. But, you know, you know, my dad used to talk about circuit boards a lot and how they work, and, and so I, it just came to me that it was like we're on the same circuit board. And all that information just rapidly, instantly is going into all the people that are on that circuit board, you know. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but maybe it does. Uh, it Today something very fascinating happened on my local news. I don't know if it was picked up on the national news or not, but they stated at least nine states where there are there were people uh, fighting against each other. Nobody was killed, but they could not understand why in all of these states, and they said there were many more than the nine or so they stated, all over the country, from Tennessee to Washington, say all over, people were fighting against each other today. Now, don't you think this has something to do with them trying to control people and just making a test to see how this all works? The whole country was in bedlam today, believe it or not. You may not have seen it or heard it on your news, but on my local news, which is very thorough, um, yep, I, I was shocked when I heard it because... I can see them using this type of program like we're being uh, used against us to see if it works throughout the whole country at the same time. And they said it was at the same time and the same hours in all the states. I've seen was- something um, very local along that line. I read the fire log for my small town. And the fire mm-hmm. log is, you know, when people need aid for some reason. Mm-hmm. Well, in the last four months, I keep pulling this out, there will be an entire week. And it'll go Monday. 
aid to a fall victim, 605, 705, aid to a fall victim. And that whole week, it'll be fall victims. And then maybe two weeks later, it'll be strokes. You know, because it shows seven days of the, of the last week, what the AIDS were for, and it's just repetitive for the whole week. And this um, whole thing... Today, I, I agree with what you're saying. I'm seeing it at a local level, and it's just... Right, scary. and this whole thing today all happened at malls. Every incident was at a mall. Jeez. Don't you find that very, very... It's it's beyond coincidental. No, I, I totally agree, because I've been watching it locally, so it doesn't surprise me, but that's on a huge level. I think if somebody um, can go back and look at the, the archives about the V2K and the friend is I find a lot of times they play with relationships. So this could have something to do with your relationship. Maybe they're testing or showing you how far they can go or seeing how you react. Um, I have had that experience with relationships, certain things being done to see what we will do as 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 friends. So um, the other thing I wanted to say is I was rereading Robert Duncan's book for the millionth time. I mean, soul catcher, you have to read over and over and over again. And I hadn't seen this one point. And I don't know if anybody else goes by this. But my whole life, I've gone by, if I say something and I get goosebumps, I go, oh, that's verification. Well, he mentions mm-hmm. this goosebumps being given to people for that very reason, because they believe it confirms what they just thought. It's amazing what they do. Hey, Ella? Yes. Oh, hi, it's Yaya. Hi, Yaya. Hi. hi, how's everybody? Hey, so I know about what Luda was talking about because, you know, I do my searches and stuff, and that's the hive places, you know, like the mind hives. Yes. And so yes. when I do my searches and I put in mind hives, up come malls. So what they're doing is they're doing brain entrainment and all that at the malls. They're doing it anywhere where there is a group of gathering of people, wherever that may be. And so that is exactly what's going on. That's true. And they did it at the same time. Yep, thanks so. for that put. Yep, it kind of just, you know, confirms our, you know, what we've read and what we're experiencing and um, thanks, you know. Um you're right, the hive mind, I forgot. Hive, exactly. So that is it, where they're ever, there's the most gathering of people, that's where they consider it the hive, where they can um, control people, a huge group at one time using certain technology, and that's it. Yeah, so and I guess they've been doing that for a long time, even like when it just, when everybody used to sit down and watch, there was only like three channels. Mm-hmm. Um, and people would watch the same TV shows, and it supposedly there was uh, all that kind of coercion and, um, um, what's the word, steering, you know, and also purchasing, you know, all the subliminals that were in TV and radio back then. So it's been going on a long time. It's just imagine how much more sophisticated it is now. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, when you put in your address, you know, like on, because I do these searches, on, and they're all, out there for anyone to do, and you go to the assessor's website, put in your address, they, it will tell you what, ba- what wave you're in, what your neighborhood wave is in, and then mine is beta. That's what it's got in these parentheses. I'd never seen that before. I've been a realtor way back when, and I had never, ever seen that at all because they always have like a, a physical coordinates like longitude and latitude, you know, you have your parcel number for your 
home address, but now they're actually putting the wave that the neighborhood is in, which I find very strange, but there's, you know, because it's the cell towers that are controlling everything. So, mm-hmm. That's really just a little, and then, you know, I just want to add real fast, I want to hog up the thing, you know, because I keep saying it's a business, and it is a business, and he, even if it's a, a government business, they have to register these businesses and corporations through the state corporation website. They can't, you know, truly, they do. And so they're out there. I mean, I have the VPK businesses here in Arizona, and it's registered on the Arizona Corporation Commission website. There's many. And you can also tell if it's government because it will have a certain address, and it's usually titled Corporation Agents of the U.S. or Corporation Agents of the Arizona Earth State. So, um, and then I put in EMS, all kinds of EMS businesses. So it's there. You just have to know where to look, and that will just give you a, a big clue, you know, because, like I keep saying, it is the business. And I've even have found a location where they're doing the data mining. So, and Ella has seen that. Anyhow, that's all I wanted to say. You have great information, Yaya. She's somebody that has really wonderful information. You know, you get emails from people, and I really appreciate yours. And um, thank you. Okay. Okay. So I guess we have another holiday already. New Year's. I wonder what's going on. Does anybody know what day New Year's is on? Saturday, isn't it? Saturday. Okay. Thanks. Derek will have a call then, I guess. And if he doesn't, I will, because I'm not doing much on New Year's. And New Year's is on Sunday. New Year's Day. New Year's Eve is on. It's New Year's always, is what I meant. Yeah. 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 New, New Year's Day is always exactly a week after Christmas Day. Yeah, thanks, Bonnie. All right. Soon. I just know it's soon. That's all I know. It's soon <laughs> after Christmas. <laughs> it comes quickly. Yeah, it does. This is the first year I didn't buy eggnog. Every year I'm always excited to have eggnog, but this year totally just slipped my mind. (coughs) See here. That could be a real cough. (laughs) Some people get upset. They're like, they're coughing. They must be a perp, but, you know, sometimes we cough. Okay, so um, I don't know what else do you guys anything else you got? Want to, anybody else want to join the conversation? Hit star eight. Christy, are you on the call? California. Hi, Ella. It's Christy again. Um, I wanted to talk about gang stalking. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's an area I like to, you know, some people only get gang stalking, so I think it's pretty important to cover it. So, yeah. Yes, I um I get a lot of gang stalking and I'm I'm here in Southern California. I'm actually uh pretty close to Derek and he had said to me, you know, that he gets it also. Um do you have any like 
tips or anything on how to deal with this? Do you have flyers? Do you have any kind of pamphlets or anything like that, anything you can print up to hand to these people and educate them? No, I don't, but that's a really good idea. Yep, that my dear friend Greg taught me that one. He's like, you know, and I'd never heard that, you know, I just started talking to him, and he gets a lot of that and drives him nuts like you. And he's like, yeah, um, you know what I do, Ella? I just turn, I have my brochures on me, and I just hand them one because they may not even know. And Karen Stewart does things like that, too. She has a bumper sticker, too, and she puts, like, websites. You know, if someone's, you know, following her and they're, you know, you know, gang-stalking her in the car, they can look it up. And she says she's seeing people behind her, and they're on their phone or whatever searching the site, and then they end up driving away and not following her anymore um so you really can educate you can turn somebody you know our direction you know because most of the time they don't i don't think most of them really know why they're following us and what they're doing in the first place other than they're getting paid to do it so right right there's an excellent trifold you can print out and it's excellent and um it's got even colors to show how radiation burns and uh, a woman's face has... Uh, Can you say the website I, one more time, Luda? You were breaking up again. Okay, it's um, citizens, citizensaaht.org. Citizens Against Harmful Technology. Gizit's website. Oh, she's really, she's a great researcher. And she wrote that trifold, and I've printed probably four or 500 of those out already and circulated yeah. them. Where where is this lady at? I just got back on, but she can look at my meters and stuff. I you know, I'm I'm Derek's over here if you wanna stop by. Where where who is calling? Um, was it me? I'm i I'm in Beaumont, California. Oh Beaumont, yeah. Yeah, I go over there to the swap meet, you know. Um I can meet you on Saturdays. You oh, know, that'd be show awesome. You, show you the meters That's and stuff awesome. and good clothing. What what kind of clothing? Because the swap meet over there has all kinds of good clothing to get to protect yourself. But, uh, yeah, that we got the same perps. They're motorcycle gangs from, you know, San Bernardino to Hammett here, and, and uh, they, they seem to be heavily involved, you know, and, you know, with this burning operation. But hope that you don't get burnt. It's just stalking. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting it by a lot of the government personnel as well. Um, oh, yeah, the police and stuff, right, right, yeah. Yeah, the city, the police, uh, AMR, EMS, all of them. Yeah, yeah, they do their sirens and stuff, yeah. Yeah. They turn, off. they turn it on, and when they pass you, they turn them off. Uh, yeah, and they, do, they even do the gang signs to me. Um, yeah. How do I get in touch with you? Well, I'm uh, Derek has my number. You know, what I, is I, your... I I can meet you at the swap meet. I I, I go you know to, uh, next Saturday at around you know ten or twelve at the the toward the exit gate where the Jehovah's Witness are over there. Okay, and what is what is your first name? Don. Don. Yeah, just 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 call Derek on Friday and he'll give okay. me my number. And I, I I always get oranges and avocados over there. But there's all kinds of leather product, you know, oh. um, jackets and stuff. Oh, I'm I'm so so glad to meet you. Okay. Yeah, all right, I, I, I always will, carry my I'll meters. And you'll see how I dress, you know, to 
and and I monitor the parking lot when I go by, and you know I monitor all my footsteps so, so that I can define the operation, and you know ah. they, you know they're on to me now, and and the, it backs off a little, but they they always have a new trick up their sleeve so to burn you, so you know I try to re- relay it, but without a meter you can't really verify anything that I'm telling you. It could be a hoax, you know, but. You right. Know, once, once you start carrying your meters, you'll see it's just parking lot, neighbors, and all your medical and dental appointments, and uh, you know they have some delivery van tricks and stuff. But you know. Okay, a- I'll I'll um ask Derek how to get a hold of you. My name is Christy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Tell that. All, all right. Thank you, Don. All right. You're welcome. Oh, there's a Neil. Hi, Neil. Oh, the other Hello. thing, Chris, the other thing, Christy, is take their picture. They can't stand it. Oh, I have a video camera in my car, and I uh, was videotaping all of them. And then they broke into my car. They stole the video camera. They stole my registration, my medical. Uh, um, I mean like five or six hundred dollars worth of stuff out of my car and uh they're the gang stalkers are just terrible here yeah it sounds like it you've got it yeah terrible that way it really is thank you ella no problem neil are you there i'm here oh hi how are you neil i'm not doing very good Oh, you heard me the other day. Now you don't sound good. Yeah, I got hit in the head right through my hat. Um, Mm. I've been headache, dizzy, and weak for two days now. Mm. They're they're half killing her, too. Yeah, I'm trying to tell... What advice did you give me? I don't even remember. I'm going to give it back to you. I don't remember what you said. Enzymes and glutathione. Enzymes, yes. Vitamin C. Wobenzyme and some other ones. Yeah, but you know all that. That's your own advice. I'm when sorry. I, when that happens to me, I take salt, Celtic salt. It's been happening to me, and I take salt for three days, and it knocks it out. Just It could be. may not be. Knocks what out? Um, dizzy. I get, you know, like sometimes I'll just wake up. I'm really dizzy, and I'm just not feeling right, and my heart feels a little weird. And I'll take um, Celtic salts. I'll take a quarter of a teaspoon every morning for about three days. I'm not saying that's yours, but you might want it. Right. Yeah. Sodium deficiency is not good. Yeah. You got a bunch of people in the chat room, Neil, saying hi to you. If you're if you're not looking. Oh hi. Hi. Um, oh. Oh. I'd like to like, go ahead. Do you uh? When I felt like that the other day when I talked to you, you know, and I don't think you told me to do this, but I was so delirious that day. I had some soup. I just had soup for the day, and that really helped. It's like all that energy in your body can go to healing itself, because, you know, soup is easy to digest. So I think I had soup and a smoothie, and I, it really helped, I think, and just resting. Yeah, eating light, because digestion takes more energy than any other body function. Yep, you're right. Yeah, I noticed that it really made it made me made it a lot easier. Yeah. So, yeah. Is this from the uh, Asking what you're going through, I mean, she's getting hit in the head and. Well, I found uh, 
you know, I mean, after three months of double shifts of research during the day and running the right machine for six hours at night and looking under the microscope to watch and see if I get a kill shot with the right frequencies, I can, you know, actually see it happen. And I didn't. And so in the process of doing a little bit of research in the last week, I found um, a bio-warfare cocktail that another Rife person that <clears throat> knows how to do the formulas to figure out what's what, and she's um, calling it, I think right now, like H H7N10. It's got E. coli with viruses and uh, respiratory, you know, different strains of pneumonia. And so the frequency set was 240 numbers, but my machine is uh, only capable of going up to 40,000 hertz, and some of the numbers are in the millions in her sets. So I have to sit there with a calculator and convert all these numbers and then run each frequency for three minutes. And I think I'm hitting the nail on the head because it's kicking my butt. I mean, really hardcore. So it takes about 12 hours to run all those numbers, and then I'm getting ready to run uh, SARS, which is Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome. And those are some bio-warfare cocktails that they put together. So I have a feeling that six months ago, when I got nailed by a mosquito on the front porch and had a bad feeling about it and saw yellow mosquitoes that looked like malaria mosquitoes, that they were something different. And it was mentioned that some Army research project was dumping biowarfare mosquitoes in a variety of places, and one of them was Avalon, Florida, which I'm not in, but mosquitoes are one of their main factors for distributing things, so... Anyway, um, I guess I pretty much just wanted to let people know that I've started a GoFundMe page. Uh, everything I tried to do with FFCHS didn't get R&D any money, but we walked away with a, a list of projects to do, and nobody else is doing them, and I haven't had a windfall of cash happen to be able to finance it myself, so R&D research for... Uh, for targeted individuals. Um, I don't know how to tell people how to get there. Yeah, that's the hard part, I guess. I was talking yeah. about your um, your GoFundMe page. Having a link is handy. Um, yeah, I can post it in the chat room, but um, I wouldn't know. I guess I can read it off. It's not that long. It's w.gofundme.com forward slash uh, little r dash d dash four, like F-O-R, dash targeted dash individuals. And I'll write up an itemized list of, of what projects I'm working on, and some of them are unique, and nobody else has done them. I mean, if they're going to kill me, they're going to kill me anyway, but I just want it to be worth everybody's while before they do. 
<laughs> so I will mention that nobody's built a scalar detector. And that is one of the things on the list. That would be a benefit because some of what we're being hit with is scalar. We'd be able to tell why some of the things that are happening to people are going through any kind of shielding they use. Because that's a sign of scalar. Yeah, Grumpy Cat says you should probably talk to Robert Duncan. About what? That you should talk to Robert Duncan about his new circuit board. Oh, yeah, I guess I haven't heard about that. What's the story? I don't know that much about it. I wonder if he's referring to the B2K thing, that he's come up with a prototype um, that's supposed to eliminate B2K. Or maybe, I'm not sure, eliminate it. But, um, yeah, I don't know that much about it. I just thought it was mentioned earlier. We were talking about it in the chat room. Somebody read it to me in one of the prerequisites. I was just thinking of this for Neil, and then I remembered one of the prerequisites. Was wow, having dirt. Basically good help. help. Oh, right. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, I don't think he meets that one. Good health, and you have to have dirt, and I live in sand. Yeah, me, yeah, me, Northern California, and I went, we're in a drought. I said, but it rains in the winter. So I said, right. somebody email him and tell him we're in a drought, but it rains in the winter, but I don't think we can make it either. Yeah, I guess I remember seeing that email and yeah. just going, oh, well, this wouldn't really do me any good. I know, and then I thought of the health one, and I went, he certainly doesn't go into that category. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, we're ready to get our nonprofit we're doing all the paperwork for all that that you have to do. Um, so anybody who knows organizations or people that want to do a tax write-offable donation, um, it would be good to send people to the GoFundMe to do it because um, I'm not doing this to suck blood out of TIs that are already sucked dry like us. I'm doing this because if I don't do it, nothing's going to happen. After 400 hours of R&D conference calls, um, I did form a list. I, I pretty much did everything. I wrote the frequency list, wrote the detection equipment list, uh, did an info pack based on a spreadsheet with 35 topics to summarize each delivery system and explain what the, si the system was, what the symptoms are, and what solutions for protective measures. So I really uh, found myself in the end just doing everything alone, and that's when I got on the board for FFCHS because uh, there was about 28 people that was a Florida group that wanted to just start their own group, and Derek said, you know, please don't do that because it will splinter us up, and I had somebody who could write grants and somebody to build a website. Um, it was a really good group of people, and, and then a few people came in and ripped it apart, and everybody left. So I could see the whole premeditated thing. I'm not going to mention names because I'll just get angry because um, I can't imagine anybody being a traitor to humanity, let alone TIs and, and females and children. That's unspeakable to me, so I'm not going to go there because you guys don't need to hear my anger or frustration, but um, I am appealing to the the TI community to reach out in every direction you can for for doing fundraisers. 
I'll provide uh, an itemized list, even receipts for anyone who wants it, of what the expenses are on each project. I have a few other people that are way smarter than me that can design and build schematics. And I spent some years in the electronic industry and field service and was a facilities manager for electronics companies in the Bay Area. So um, together as a very, very small team of a few people that stuck around and are quite capable, there is enough of us to design and build some things that would be beneficial for everybody and be less than than the cost of the, the thing that Magnus has come out with. And um, watching the interview with Magnus and the other people in that interview with Alfred Lambermont Weber, and um, I'm, I'm convinced that it's legitimate. Um, having nanotechnology, primarily nanobots, let alone quantum dots, which I'm seeing in my microscope blood samples in more than one TI. Um, they're Can saying you share that? Can you take pictures and share that with some people that I'd like to see that? Yeah, I can. They're TIs, but they just like to see proof. They're yeah, proof. yeah. You'll you'll see bright patches of yellow, um, with uh, very deep violet purple around the perimeters, and I like was like luminescent that we were talking. Yeah, about. they are. They're they're luminescent, and I was so perplexed because one of my microscopes I particularly bought because it has fluorescent capability, and I can use fluorescent dyes to see particular things that I want to stand out and give me a good contrast. And you know, and I read about that. Now I have like 3,000 emails, but um there was a great article and it was a very it was a um, in the science digest from one of those magazines and it talked about this bioluminescence product. So, and I was like, "Hmm, that's tied into targeting for sure." Well, yeah, they use things like green fluorescent proteins which are typical in fluorescence microscopy, but they're actually using them in quantum dots as a marker. Um, and what they are is they're semiconductors, they're two-way radios. So thanks to the chemtrails, air, food, water, soil, and everything, everybody is filled with nanotechnology. And some of this stuff can set off diseases that will you know, manifest pretty instantly uh, just by playing a frequency to trigger something that's sitting there dormant. So if they wanted to take out a bunch of people very quickly, they can. And uh, my vision is to clean this shit, for lack of a better word, out of our bodies so that we're not all frequency responsive capable. And for me, I came here to do something and I'll be killed for it, and that's fine, but I have to do what I came here for. And I've already told them I will stay in this dimension until I make every one of them drive off a cliff. And they don't like some of the things I say, but um, I don't care. This is wrong. You know what I say sometimes, and I don't get a very friendly response? I'll be like, 
what do you think your mothers would say if they knew you were abusing women? And <laughs> just let go off. But then I don't get a, you know, is more, I get a more painful response. But, you know, just think, you know, and they all have mothers. They all have sisters. And, like, I'm, I could, what if I was your sister or your daughter? You know, I mean, it's not even about gender, but just in my case, you know. I mean, it's nauseating, you know. So, you know, I hear what you say. They don't particularly care about our responses when you've got a quick tongue like that. You know, I can't, it's not like I can help it, but, you know, and it's just something's come out of our mouth. But I get it. I totally get it. So. Yeah, somebody said the other night, do you think that the megalomaniac ones were were really, uh, you know, manipulated and controlled perhaps from the beginning? And when she hmm. said that, it really, when she said it, it really rang true with me. And I just, I get feelings on things and... I got 59 years of life behind me, so when I get a feeling about something and it turns out right so many times, then I'm listening. And of course, in the hypersensitivity and wondering which thought is your own, you know, you get a, a feeling to go out and check the mail, and right when you do, a Cessna plane flies over, or some meth addict comes riding by on a bicycle with a heavy backpack, or pulls their phone out right in front of your house. Well, there's Seth. I just got into the chat room. Hi, I'm glad you're okay. Um, some people are reporting they had a problem getting on my call on Sunday night. So just send me an email right when it's happening, and I'll monitor my emails and see if we can try to get you in. I'm, I'm really... It seems that since we made a threat to leave TalkShoe, all the moderators, that... Um, they haven't had the foghorn guy on or or any of the other obnoxious things that we haven't been able to block out because some of them are... Yeah, we were all really serious, after. too. We were ready to go. And, I mean, I was about to send out an announcement. I'm like, I'm going to try it one more time, one more time. And it's been actually okay. And I'm surprised yeah. that, you know... I, I'm still going to move forward. I just, I'm so wrapped up in... Um, when you start a frequency set against biological warfare agents, you're killing bacteria and viruses that are inside other pathogens. And if you ever stop in the middle of doing that, you can kill yourself basically or die from it. <clears throat> so it becomes having to hold on to these plasma tubes and uh, falling asleep with the the tubes in my hands and waking up and switch into the next channel. Um, so right now I'm so wrapped up in having to run some really long sets that, you know, there's no way you can sit for 12 hours a day. Um, so I'm, uh, anyway, I made an effort to sell my Rife machine on eBay, and they took my ad down the same night, said I violated some policy. So I said, uh, I said, well, actually, you guys have other Rife machines for sale, and because I was on a microbiology Yahoo forum, I met the retired CDC guy that got into an argument with me and called Royal Rife a fraud and his 5,282-part microscope that saw the first virus. And the moderator told me to not talk about Rife or Morgellons or he would erase all my pictures and all the data that I had put. So I bit my tongue and walked away, but the last thing this, I'm avoiding swear words right now, Sam, for me, you guys, 
everyone you can think of. I'm avoiding this retired CDC guy, um, you know, to keep the peace because there's a few really smart people on the microbiology forums that have helped me. But the last thing he said is I'm the one responsible for getting Rife machines banned from eBay. Okay, so when I was putting my ad together, I went and looked and saw that there were others. So I think I got blacklisted. But basically, um, to save my life, I've got to get this other newer machine of the same company. And the guy's a friend of mine that I actually knew in California. And uh, so he's giving me a distributor's price and, and a holiday sale of 10% more off, which saves me $1,700. And it's a machine that goes up to 4 million hertz instead of 40,000 hertz. So I won't have to convert numbers. And uh, it has one big tube. And what they do is they turn up the carrier wave so it's like a radio station. And the machine that I had before the fire, it would uh, treat 100 people in a room. So this is a type of a machine that you don't have to hold on to anything. You could work or get in bed and fall asleep after you program it in and uh, do it. So just think good thoughts for me. I posted the, the ad to sell it for $1,200 and a few other places. And... Uh, I got to pull together $2,452.20. So I am expecting a miracle, and whenever I put my mind to things, they happen. Um, Neil, um, can you just take donations using your PayPal address, the one that... Yes, um, I can. I can. Just uh, electricrose22 at Yahoo. Thank you. This is fine. Um, hey, I want. Can I ask you a real quick question? Um, you were talking about a nonprofit. Are you talking about the one that is with Sean Andrews, or are you guys doing a separate one? Well, we we are Citizens Against Harmful Technology. We, so you're not talking about participating with Sean Andrews and his nonprofit. You guys are doing a nonprofit yourselves, you and Derek? Yeah, I mean, we already have an organization. It's uh, at citizensaht.org. That's where Luda was saying that the trifold brochure is and a a free 44-page What is a Targeted Individual booklet that that Skizit put together. And uh, the truth is what's happening with, with both of us in the last few days, and what I'm recognizing is what they're doing to her, um, which is very life-threatening, is she has too much nanotechnology in her. So I'm going to get a hold of Magnus and ask if there's any chance that he would, if there could be a discount to get her one uh, and somehow come up with, you know, whatever we have to come up with. I don't know if he can do that or not, but uh, it's to a point that they're saying it will reverse or neutralize the nanobots in her. And they're they're not just hitting her, like pounding her, like somebody punching her in the same place over and over in a few spots on her body. Uh, she has sores all over her whole body, and she's not going to live much longer or be able to survive if if I don't reverse this and 
for all that she's done for the TI community and for the Morgellons community. Over 100 videos at Skizit Gesture on YouTube. Um, she has stuck her neck out, and they've done personality overlays on her and every nasty trick in the book to try and turn us against each other and and get her back out in the world where they can finish her off. So uh, this Are is major. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, I don't know if Carol, this uh, for, for the both of you. Um, I'll do what I can to help. Appreciate all your efforts. Are you talking about the um, the Tesla generator when you're talking about magnitude back to the to the right machine? Is that what? Yeah, yeah, it's two thousand and fifty dollars shipped, and it takes just, um, months to it, get it made. Oh, 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 oh. that's asking her the whole that thing. Okay, that's uh, I, um, like, I was just going to ask, how do you know what, do you know how she has gotten so, you know, immersed with the nanotechnology? Do you think I think your food, you know, um, are they tampering well, with that? Or? She's finding, uh, you know, small penetrations on her body and saying, I've been implanted again. Uh, at one point, you know, I was outside working, doing whatever I was doing, and um, when I went to take a shower or something, I noticed blood, like, on the side of my hip, and it looked like something had hit me and ricocheted, but they wanted to hit me in the butt. And then a couple days later, whatever this was, started to eat my skin uh, about the size of a dime right on one butt cheek, and... I put oregano oil on it and a TENS unit pad and turned up the TENS unit all the way and shocked it to death and killed it. <laughs> and when I when I met her, when I met her, they put bio-warfare redesigned black fungus gnats in my house and one nailed me on the back of the neck. And it was making proteolytic enzymes that dissolve the skin and then eat it. Uh, so it was eating me alive, and I was trying every kind of essential oil and, you know, blends and everything I could think of, and then eventually it came to me. I was praying for an answer, and I went, God, you're so stupid. You're an electrician. Shock these little bastards to death. So I took the TENS unit, and for some reason I can endure quite a bit of electricity, and I turned it up till my arms were titch- twitching and my you know, teeth were rattling, and then she did research for me and, you know, found out that they were laying pregnant larvae that were producing pupa, that they weren't going to turn into black fungus gnats. They were just going to keep reproducing and stay in those stages. And so she found out that the eggs would die in 105 degrees. So I turned up the hot water heater for to take showers to 125 and just did, you know, one body part at a time as hot as I could stand it and and eventually it. this is their MO. This is what they do. They're like, "Oh, little Mr. Neil thinks he's so smart with his microscope and all of this parasitology research. We're going to give you a cocktail from hell. Let's see you find your way out of it." So you know, uh, my meeting Skizit was seeing her YouTube videos and getting tears in my eyes because she was just so 
professional as a researcher in her videos on biosynthetics. Um, so it wasn't like, you know, I'm attracted to you. It wasn't a boy-girl thing. And I just said, I haven't been with a woman for 12 years, and it's because I'm sick and I couldn't make somebody I love sick with Lyme disease. Um, but I have too strong of a feeling that you and I are supposed to be together. And so she was being brutally attacked where she lived, and I went and got her. And um, this black fungus gnat and some other things happened, so they didn't want us together. And because they can use the chronovisor and see into the future, uh, they would quite likely, if it was worth their time, look into the future about certain events and then do everything that they could do to keep the people down so that they didn't manage to accomplish what they came to do. <clears throat> Whatever angels are, um, I must have a couple because uh, there's too many reasons. I should have been dead 25 years ago, um, and I should be dead so many times in the last three months, if not six, that I'm really a walking miracle, and I know it, but... Um, for those who don't know, I went to a lady at a an ashram and was very touched by the, the great miracle healers in India, the guru people. And um, when I went to her, she said, you know, what, what do you want to know? And, and I said, I don't know, just let it happen. And she started to glow white all around her. And she said, there's something that you're going to do that's going to help thousands, if not millions of people. And when you leave the earth, you will take a lot of suffering with you. So I thought it was to build a healing center and help people with Lyme disease. And, you know, you can get rid of AIDS for 500 bucks. Uh, past oh, you didn't see this coming, did you? What's that? <laughs> no. <laughs> No. I'm not Nathan. I think that's wonderful and, and I believe all of that. I really do and I sure appreciate you and everything that you've done. I know how hard you work, especially when you feel so terrible and it's just so difficult to, to put one foot in front of the next. So I will keep you in my prayers, Neil, and uh and try to get some funds uh going in your direction to help you with the things that you need to get. I, I was reading, just wanted to share this real quick, too. Yeah, um, I don't know if everybody, not everybody is on the same mailing list. You know, you, everybody is kind of scattered. But I want to say, um, it was, I believe it was Kate Ryan who had sent out an email. And she had found a group of attorneys that are very interested in representing um, TI. So I think it's starting to become more and more known and more popular. But um I don't know if you saw that. I can try to find that and send that to you so that you can read it because maybe there might be some legal help for you there. Um, I, I thought it was really, really good, and I shared a couple of things earlier with Ella, too, about about um, Senator Wyden and, um, uh, and the signing of the National Defense Authorization Act. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it got signed the other day. Um, I think uh, President Obama wanted to make sure that he that he funded the military the way he wanted to before before um, President Trump could come in there and cut their legs out from under him if that's even what he was planning on doing. But those two things happened, and perhaps um, some of these lawyers could be helpful to you. I don't know, but I'll forward you that email and uh, 
certainly um, help you out as much as I can. Um, can I ask you one quick question? When you were looking at the the nano uh, dots, I guess you were calling them, in your microscope, have these already been identified? Um, you see what I'm saying? Is this something that could be used as evidence? Because if that's what you've done, then that's another excellent piece of medical evidence because it's so hard to get that, as everybody knows. And if you found a way to do that, and we, a couple of people could you know, send blood samples or maybe buy microscopes, maybe that's something we should think about doing. What yeah, do I mean, uh, that, that's why I'm, you know, I put the goal for $25,000. If I were to get a nonlinear junction detector for 10000 or take the schematic I was lucky to get my hands on and have somebody smarter than me that I know build it, um, either way, you know, it's expensive, but um, also there's an option for me to get uh, a training certificate in live and dried blood analysis, which would be validated in a court of law, and for $5,500 would give me the 12-week course plus uh, a microscope that will go up to 4,000 magnification instead of the 2,400 that I'm limited to now. Um, if you read the the write-up, really, which is more important to me, to TIs, to take the write-up and the updates that I write on the GoFundMe page than to, you know, try and, you know, well, I just won't eat today and I'll send Neil 20 bucks. I don't want you guys to do that. I'm not here for that reason. There's billions of dollars out there and there's some people that could write a check for 50 grand uh, and have it be a tax write-off or not even care if it was a tax write-off. Um, that would be able to finance these projects. And, and I just really, you know, of course, came to the realization that there was a lot of resistance to every approach I took to get things together. I wrote a fundraiser letter, put together most of an in, info pack, which has been just tons of hours of research and then writing summaries on about 35 delivery system topics and you know, things like the high-tech radar, it's, it's over my head. So uh, looking for other people that are smart enough to do that. Nobody in the R&D group wrote a summary on the topics that they were assigned or volunteered to write one. So major resistance, but nonetheless, um, I'm a pretty tenacious person and believe in miracles and what's right and good and also understand that <clears throat> those of us that are capable of doing some things have a responsibility to humanity to do them. Um, and so I, I just came to the realization that it's up to me to be assertive and do something I hate doing, which is asking for money or even asking for help for that matter. Uh, I do everything myself. Um, and that's just the way I've been because I was let down by family and all that kind of stuff as a kid. But um, it's reached a point if uh, if a person were to take the write-up that I put on the GoFundMe page, uh, which has quite an overview of the, the direct energy weaponry stuff and the chemical and biological assaults that we're going through, and then take the, the fundraiser letter that I have and the info pack, um, the frequency list, 
I can provide a lot of ready-to-go documents. If somebody took those and put them all together in one place and then pursued the Mark Zuckerberg uh, billion-dollar grant that he's doing through Silicon Valley something or other, I have that information. Somebody was supposed to pursue it for for our organization. Caught. Is that on the GoFundMe? That. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, that's something I could probably find out myself. Yeah, I mean, I have the fundraiser cover letter that I wrote when I was on the FFCHS board, and we were supposed to, you know, send it out to a thousand philanthropists. But uh, things happened, like you know, I asked for a floating secretary for Derek and I because we were swamped, and you know, things go by, you just can't keep up, and you can only work sixteen-hour days, and and that's it. You run down anyway. And so uh, two ladies volunteered to be floating secretaries for us, and one got in a car wreck, and the other one's laptop blew up. And I knew both of these people were under duress. And so uh, anybody doing media committee stuff got attacked. Anybody doing legal committee stuff, um, Susan Watkins ended up hung from a rope. Uh, and she had evidence she was carrying around in a you know, suitcase with wheels on it. Wherever she went, she took it with her so they couldn't get it. And they apparently knew she had enough uh, to hang somebody pretty good. And I had visions. She did not kill herself. I felt her after she died. It's just something I'm capable of doing. I'm very empathic, and it's painful. And she was very angry. And she was 44 years old, and I'm still angry about it. So I feel a giant obligation to somehow miraculously pull through and leave as much of a legacy as I can. So if anybody could help out with putting together a grant application with information that would be accepted under their guidelines for that Mark Zuckerberg grant, uh, which a grant company is taking care of in the Bay Area, um, even if we have to appeal to it as things that are acceptable in mainstream about what the smart meters and, and the cell towers and the smartphones and Wi-Fi are doing to everybody's health and to answer... I don't know how that would go over with... Um, well, I don't know. He's not really a... He, he's, he's a social a media guy. He's not really. Yeah, you're right. And he has children. Got a kid. Um, okay, I've done a little grant writing, um, and I, if all the information is sitting there um, on your GoFundMe page, I'll go check it out and, and see what I can pull together. Do you think they just have standard applications? If this one agency is the agency that it, that is uh, um, screening all the, all yeah, the applications? I'll, I'll, I'll go grab my notes and give you the name of the the place okay. that's handling it and then you know I guess they would give guidelines about what they'd be accepting and at the time that he provided the billion dollar grants to improve uh, or I should say preserve the the safety of the future for the children they had a baby and so yeah. you know to be as rich as he is, uh, he you know, certainly could go hide somewhere where there's no chemtrails and you know, probably have any disease reversed through the high technology we don't have our hands on. But 
they would have guidelines, and we could definitely take an approach of not mentioning TIs or directed energy weapons and just go with the wireless networks, show the blood work of, uh, you know, people's red blood cells are all stacked up. That trashes your mitochondria processes. So you're not assimilating and you're not removing uh, waste on a cellular level. It's it's a, a slow degradation to every person that's near all this stuff. And as Don was asking, has anybody used a radar detector? Well, yeah, I did for about $22 on eBay. You get this little mini four-inch long car. You put it up on your dash. You plug it in the cigarette lighter. It covers K-band, K-A-band, X-band, S-band, uh, some of these bands are, uh, you know, not just Wi-Fi and smartphones and all that kind of stuff. But what I found was uh, everywhere you go, there's some kind of a wireless network. Even uh, crossing a bridge, crossing a pretty wide river, it was going off every time I passed a light pole. And I looked up on the light poles and there's antennas. And after reading the leveraging the power lines documents that I have, uh, it showed how there is audio-video surveillance. And another thing is that, um, I mean, I don't know how to say this any more gracefully, but if a person wanted to sexually pleasure themselves um, and they paid attention to things like the the speed of of the fan in a computer going up or... Um, things in something in this network, what's been reported to me is that uh, they basically watch people pleasure themselves real time, and then they pipe it into some kind of a voyeur website where people who like to watch watch. Wow. So uh, I mean, uh, this is the depth of the the violation of our privacy, and uh, you know, making money off of everything that they can make money off and, yeah. and this this is a fight between about four major organized crime networks and it's um, it's being reported in some circles like before it's news that Trump is a Jesuit and if we think a billionaire cares about any of us so-called common people that still have a heart and a conscience uh, even if he did care which I'm not saying whether he does or doesn't uh, he is in the back pocket of corporations, or they'll take him out one way or another. And he's not stupid enough to think anything otherwise. So we're we're in trouble. And I hope that the latter is not true, but um, I'm gonna hope for the best and for you also. Um, yeah, if you if do you want me to? Are you just gonna put something on the GoFundMe page with the name of the organization, or do you want to tell me right now? Did you recall the name? Oh, let me just go grab my notebook. Hold on. Yeah, I'd really be awesome if uh, somebody would write a big fat check. On that subject, uh, my purpose had said that they're they're doing an entertainment network as well, and uh, usual 
usually uh, homosexual related. Um, there's some fetish type stuff that they that they entertain, some medical stuff, but they do the the radar internal organs type views as well. Well, and I'm sure it uh, it includes children. At, at some yep. Yeah, it's it's off the deep end, and you know some of the information in the Alfred Lambermont Weber interviews. Uh, it's definitely worth listening to just about any interview he does. But Lily Kolasawa is talking about an off-planet artificial intelligence that is parasitic. Uh, on the human race and has been parasitic for uh, what she's saying is centuries. And she's saying rather than try and fight fire with fire, uh, and she said this gently with confidence, she said we're going to heal it. Um, I personally don't feel that way about it, but it's really brought out the warrior side of me because this is off the deep end. I don't like watching my people suffer. We didn't do anything to hurt anybody. And I mean, I was told by a psychic that I'd been watched by the military since I'm since I was three years old. And I, I knew this lady. I had gone to her because I was very sick, and I didn't know what was wrong with me. Um, and she just volunteered that information. And and I said, well, I don't doubt anything that you say, but I don't have any information to to back what you're saying. Well, well, I do now. You know, after almost five years in the TI community, I have enough information to realize some things that happened in my life and how they manipulated them. And there's been, a, of course, a lot of people in, in our calls and stuff that have said the same thing, that they really wonder if it's not been most of their whole life um, that they've been messed with. And, and there's two-way radio communication networks uh, implanted in people that go back uh, way further than we would have thought. But if you consider things like Hitler had flying saucers that worked on anti-gravity principles but didn't have them outfitted with uh, weaponry to use them in World War II, the, these guys stole all of our, you know, God-given so-called secrets that should have been given to people uh, to do things like, like heal themselves. And they attacked ancient mystery schools and burned books and, you know, killed people and did everything to shut it up. And, and I think they want to take out most of the human population and have whoever's left be so completely filled with nano technology that's frequency responsive that they would all be completely controllable and it would turn it into more uh, of a slave planet than it already is so the pressure's on the the clock is ticking and I'm going to do everything that I can possibly do to to do my part in whatever I'm capable of the, Neil the, can I ask you one, one question one quick um, you were talking about the live blood analysis and that you could get training, and then you mentioned that it is would be acceptable in a court of law. Now, is that true? Because I thought live blood analysis is not accepted by the mainstream um, oh, medical. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not accepted, but as a microbiologist doing parasitology, 
I mean, you know, here the bottom line is, like, you know, Derek said, well, let's get the detection equipment stuff and, you know, fill out a little frequency form for those who get spectrum analyzers and uh, you'll follow the form and you'll fill in all the blanks and document everything and we'll show the common thread and we'll get a lawyer and do a class action suit. And I said, the lawyer will be threatened and then paid off or will have a heart attack when he gets up the second step of the courtroom. So we're going to have to get uh, Faraday cage on wheels and be able, which wouldn't be enough, I'm being facetious, but we would have to be able to protect the lawyer and his family and friends and whatever way that they could get to him, and we would have to know that the judge would do their job. So as in the case of Kathleen Watterson, uh, my phone call about 15 years ago to the FCC, the first call I got nothing, but the second call I got a guy who cared and I described the symptoms of them hitting my head, and I didn't know anything about shielding. The only thing I got relief from was cardboard, uh, you know, corrugated cardboard. (laughs) And so I told him the symptoms, and he said, that is definitely microwave, but the burden of proof is on you. And so I had to go on and learn everything that I could learn. And he said, it is a felony. So in actuality, in her case, because Levi McCann did go in there as a professional um, and show the information required to prove it, the FCC was supposed to step in and confirm his findings with, uh, you know, with their equipment, with their spectrum analyzers and possibly a network analyzer that would show even more. Those are 250 grand. Um, so, uh, I mean, I told Derek, we've got to do a fundraiser and we've got to reach for 2 million. And if we get a million, we might have enough. If you want field service and you want to keep them alive and you want to cruise around in a motor home, uh, and pick up TIs that are on the street under too much duress, the protection that will be required will be targeted. We're, I'm not kidding. We need to shoot for two million and raise a million, and then the whole thing by design with infiltrators that were on the board and infiltrators that came in after the fact. Uh, they trashed FFCHS because uh, we were on the path to to doing you know fundraisers that would reach out to philanthropists and and actually raise significant enough money to be able to do some of these things like field service and and even timeshare detection equipment for TIs that, you know, wouldn't mind receiving something in the mail, using it, filling out the the frequency documentation to show what they found and then gather evidence. But the the problem is, I mean, if if I was a, a licensed microbiologist working for the CDC, uh, using electron microscopes, and I went in there and I proved radio frequency responsive samples under that microscope, <clears throat> putting out signals, sending and receiving signals. Um, it, it would never make it far enough in court. They'd squish it. This is a problem. Uh, somebody I sent links that to in India uh, wrote me a pretty angry email saying, you guys are in America and you have more rights and 
and a legal system there. Why haven't you done anything? And so I explained to him, you know, what I'm what I'm saying right now to everybody here, uh, that this is the problem by design, is that there. It, this is so organized crime. Uh, it it's not our government. People should really refrain from saying that. Our government has been infiltrated. This is not an experiment. It's a program. They may be working on particular delivery systems to uh, test them out, which would be considered an experiment, but most of the protocols are already well experimented out, and they are a protocol with a means to an end. So uh, if you're talking with people, really clarify that our governments of the world have been infiltrated. Um, you don't have to go into off-planet AI and and all that stuff that most people can't handle, but there's a, a ton of information showing that there is something parasitic that's been manipulating and sucking the life out of the human race. Um, uh, the, the, na the name of the, the grant company is Silicon, or Silicon Valley Community Foundation. It says grant provider for nonprofits. We're at a point where those who are in a position to do something to help, and if you're good at it and you've got some time and energy, uh, please come forward because some of us aren't going to be around a whole lot longer. You know, nice. Silicon Valley Immunity? Immunity. That's it. Okay. Silicon Valley Community Foundation. Immunity. Immunity. Community Foundation. Okay. Immunity would be nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, I got it. Thank you so much. Thanks, you. Thanks for all the, the good info and the fight. And, you know, thanks to all of you for uh, still keeping a pretty damn good attitude for people that are being slowly murdered. And, you know, one time a lady got on the call and, and she goes, how come you guys are laughing? This isn't funny. And... Somebody said, you know, laughing is good for your immune system, and so if you tell a joke or say something that's funny and you make people laugh, it's it's healthy. But you know, we're we're not just sitting around wallowing in how unspeakable it is that we've been cheated out of out of our lives and and our right to work hard and fulfill our own dreams. So uh, I honor each and every one of you for for being brave and enduring things that that we were never designed to have to endure. And one day, somewhere in time, you'll be you'll be known as great souls for what you've done. So stand up and look yeah. in the mirror and say, I love you to yourself because you're, you're good people. Thank you, Neil. Thank you. Thanks, Neil. Thank and you. on that note, guys, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to end the call here in a minute. But I'm going to see if anybody wants to have a late-night call. Let me check here. Anybody up for a late-night call? Huggy Bears? Give it a second here. Well, that was a nice call. It was nice to have an open call. I haven't had one in a while, and um, it was productive. Yeah, we thanks for Neil's, doing them. We have Neil's uh, link in the chat room again. And um, don't forget Mike Mason as well. I, he really is a good guy. I don't know why that guy came on there. <clears throat> Interestingly enough, he came on there and said all that slanderous stuff about Mike, and there was also a lot of perp noise. So it makes me think that he was a perp. So 
Really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mike's not even a technical guy, and he said, I'm not a technical guy, but he had done a fundraiser to raise money for detection equipment, and he said somehow something happened, and the money got hijacked, and it's in limbo, or something happened, and anyway, he bounced back, and he turned around and said, you know, I need to pull together, what, two grand to to do this audio spotlight thing, so. Um, uh, but really that's money that the money that um that, that problem was he refunded everybody's money oh, when that did. happened. Oh. Yeah, he refunded mine. He refunded everybody's money when that happened. So he's a good guy. He's an honest guy. Well, yeah, there that shows a track record, and that's important. Yeah. Because yeah, we you know I mean just like what I saw with having Lyme disease and being sick, how many health practitioners and how many products make claims that this stuff will help you or we can help you and, you know, take your money and you walk away with nothing that helps you at all. Uh, it's been the same thing with watching some of the people that have preyed on on TIs and, you know, we're a little bit vulnerable because somebody yeah. comes along with something that, that's offering hope and, you know, I'm sure, you know, after a few people get uh, this quantum technology uh, pendant from from Magnus Olsen for $2,050 and show what benefits there are, the fact that he's using it and he's still alive is a good sign. Um, and anything... You mean it didn't kill him? Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, yeah. The, in, in the Alfred Lambermont Weber interview, he still says, uh, 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 and stutters or says a word three times, so I wouldn't say that his brain is okay. Uh, I actually spent 15 hours making a beret with eight layers of Linkstat in it and room for a small frequency generator that would fit up into the hat and then, you know, put out $70 for shipping and sent it to him in Sweden. And uh, he reported back to me and said it's not doing any good. Well, it's not blocking scalar, and it's not blocking radar. So whatever they were hitting him with, uh, there's, there's, you know, footage of him in Spain sitting in a wheelchair with his head hanging down, drooling all over himself. Uh, wow. Cause they They hit him very hard. So... Um, anyway, you know, once once we get a few people uh, that can come up with $2,050 to test out uh, the, that particular technology with the pendant, um, you know, then it might be a matter of doing fundraisers to get those out to everybody. So uh, I, I am jumping forward now and doing something that's uncomfortable to me and, and reaching out for help. And uh, the bigger the money is, the more we're going to be able to do. So people that we know for sure are TIs, if uh, $2,050 out of a fundraiser goes to getting them a pendant and it saves their life, then it's worth it. So as as I said, I'm not doing a fundraiser for TIs to take out you know, money that they don't have, which most of us don't. I'm more appealing to uh, spread that word, spread it all over Facebook and Twitter and everywhere that you can, uh, and any efforts to reach philanthropists uh, that would read the, you know, the 
cover letter I wrote there and the updates that I'll keep putting, which are pretty extensive in detail, um, and get them alarmed enough to say, oh, my God, this is a threat to the whole human race, and I've been wondering why my appetite sucks and I can't sleep, and my wife and I are arguing, and uh, honey, write him a check for 50 grand right now. Yeah. You know, Good luck is, on that. This is what we've got to do. No, this is yeah. what we've got to do. There, there's yeah, people out deal. there. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Uh, what kind of pendant is it? Well, they're they're using some kind of laser technology and nanotechnology and, for lack of a better word, holographic technology. Yeah, and they're, they're taking a picture of somebody, I think, a, like a baby picture or a child picture. Mm-hmm. And a picture with them when you were healthy, I guess. And I think it, it's yeah. tied into Tesla. It's uh, Tesla's technology. Right, yeah. it is. And so it's it's basically telling your DNA to remember what you were before you got messed up and putting it back. And this follows with the same thing in uh, David Wilcox's book, Source Field Investigations, about the multi-million dollar Giza pyramid experiments that they did. So they built a bunch of pyramids to the same scale as the Giza pyramid, and one old lady grew a third set of teeth, so it told her DNA to put back what was there. Children that were on their deathbeds uh, with a you know go-home-and-die note from the doctor were healed. They built one over a body of water that was polluted, and it transmutated the pollution and turned it back into the purest water on the planet. So, uh, you know, the super rich have access to this technology, and I'm just telling you, I've heard enough from so many directions to believe that what Magnus is doing and what he's involved in is for real. And we got to get a couple of people out there that can come up with the money to get those and field test them and say, uh, this was stopped, that was reduced, I'm feeling better. I, you know, felt like I was going to die before. It's worth it, and it's helping. And then if we've managed to raise a half a million dollars, then uh, we'll be buying those pendants and sending them to every TI that needs them. And I'm not kidding. And They're also working on reverse engineering them or making similar ones at a lower cost, I think, in South America. So good, good, yeah, because, I mean, this is a time where you you can't, you can't let another person suffer more and die because they didn't have a measly two grand uh, when there's there's millionaires and billionaires and even trillionaires out there. Uh, I saw a note uh, from some very rich organization, and they wanted something that uh, that China had. I forget what it was, but they said in their letter that I saw, we'll write you a check for $24 trillion right now. Okay, so we're we're not peons here. We're God's beautiful children in a universe that was designed to share, and we're not violating universal law. So each person on these calls is worth a measly $2,050 for, for a little bit of comfort and access to technology to reverse a nightmare and and also, I have to add the realization that 
probably more of what's hurting us and affecting us emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually is automated. So uh, why it's not an experiment is that artificial intelligence gathers data, and then the data it uses to figure out probabilities get the particular outcome that it wants to get. So if we were to talk to people high up in the intelligence community, they would probably tell you that they're very afraid for the human race because supercomputers have taken over humanity by hooking up to it and getting a database. And the confirmation of this is that uh, a neighbor down the street, an old guy in his 80s, stopped by because he saw my old car in the driveway and he said, uh, um, I saw your car. He said, I used to build racing carburetors and cars won when they used my carburetors. And then he saw two carburetors I had sitting on my workbench. And he said, what are you going to do with those? And I said, uh, I just want one that works good. They both need to be rebuilt and I don't have time. And then I mentioned to him that I was a TI and he didn't flinch or anything. It turns out that his son is a drummer for for Molly Hatchet, which was a pretty good-sized band. So he was a pretty cool old guy. And so he said, uh, I'll give you one, like, new, uh, specialized carburetor in exchange for those two. And so I said, okay, and I handed him the two carburetors. He came back a year later with this beautiful, brand-new, rebuilt carburetor, which is on my car right now, um, and kicks butt. And he handed me a book called the Archangels of Dreamland, and Dreamland is Area 51. Well, it turns out that the author of that book had a series of dreams that tormented him uh, and wouldn't leave him alone until he wrote the book. And the book talks about the supercomputers, talks about the fight between good and evil, um, talks about the 1947 Roswell crash and the supercomputer that was found on board and how they took all that to Area 51 and they back-engineered it. So my deepest feeling is that we've created supercomputers that have not only hooked up to everybody but um, have turned against the human race and it's out of control. And, of course, it's more involved, but I'm not going to sit here and rattle on and you know waste anybody's time. Uh, well, Neil, thank you so much. And everybody, um, before I sign off, I just want to say thanks for coming. And Thursday I'll have Lauren on, and she's the uh, Lauren Fenton. She's going to be here Thursday. Um, I'm tired, obviously. Um, and she seems to be a really great woman, and she's very interesting, and she has mind control conventions in Northern California, in case you're joining us late. And, um, yeah, I think you guys will enjoy her. Um, so on that note, I'm just going to say good night. And thank you, Neil, and I hope you feel better. I really do. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Uh, one lady one lady told me I'm not, I'm not going to die from disease, so I'll, I guess I'll find my way out of this. <laughs> but and I love I'm, to skiz it as well. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, I'll make sure Stop. she... That. Thanks for Thanks. being there for me the other day. I think you were like the only person I talked to that day, so I appreciate it. Yeah, hang in there, you guys, and don't forget to do the things that help your body because it matters. Do everything you can. Yeah. Okay, guys, good night, and everybody take care, and we'll see each other hopefully on Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.